Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Flight, wait. This ain't even a flight. This is an out-of-home, in-house session. Let's go. You're listening to me now, the out-of-home podcast. You're listening to the out-of-home podcast. Are you locked into the out-of-home podcast? You're listening to the out-of-home podcast. Featuring Kieran, Kwame, Yaf and Stephen. You London boys are crazy. Hype it up. Oh, turn up the baseline. I've got 21 seconds to chat this rhyme Mad inside. Man. First of all, big up the ladies looking slender and fine. Tell them. Oh, man. Yeah, Don't give me no deadline. Mm. Give me some more time. Give me 29 seconds to chat this line. Line. Of MCs waiting. Line, line. I rule the mic. 21. Got 21 seconds and my, my vocals, vocals done. done. Two multiply by 10 plus, plus one. one. Pampy's done. Yeah. Jeez, is that you, yeah? Yeah. Baptized. <laughs> I knew he was gonna make it by himself at the end, you know. I knew he was gonna say something about himself at the end, man. Ginny, oh, he's falling shit. asleep already. So what are you doing? This uh, shot, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mon- Monday, Monday afternoon. What are we toasting to? I don't know. What's more you... life, more brand. Trust me. Friends and family linking up. Yeah, yeah. From all over. Yeah. And um, it's at home, isn't it? All right, cheers, my Dunno, brother. Cheers, 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 there's a voice in this room that doesn't sound familiar to you guys, but it's familiar to us. I'm going to let Kwame introduce my guy over there in the corner, Hernsey Hearns. But tell them about your bro, man. Tell them about the people. Tell the people about the bro. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I wasn't here then. No, this is my guy, my brother from another mother. This is Hearns. Toronto born. Yes. Amsterdam raised. Yes. Roots all the way from GH. Come on. Um, used to be an international superstar soccer shout out to Pro Evolution all the way all the way United States of America then he moved back to the Netherlands to do his thing Jeez. then he was you know up and coming in this fitness game then he went I'm going to Dubai did his thing Dubai there went. whole thing luck off come back home mm. he's our very own hometown hero first ever Amsterdam guest ladies and gentlemen I present to you Hearns Chocolate Thunder Obviously, we intro Hearns before we intro the pod. So you're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. <laughs> a show brought to you by four Londoners living in Amsterdam, capturing and sharing inspiring stories. <laughs> oh, shit. Telling stories of inspiring people while sharing our own. I fumbled a bag just then. But guess what? I got my brothers in the building. I got Qualms. I got Yef. I got Steven. And it's me, myself, and I, Kieran. And we're joined by a special guest... Hernsey Hearns. Jeez. Yo. There is also world. one more person oh, in the room snap. as well, I'm going to get my wrist slapped for that one as well. When me <laughs> right few people. Oh, my days. <laughs> we got team mascot in the building. Hey. Lately celebrated her birthday alongside our brother Kwams. Yes. It is the one and only Jinep. Jeez. Say what, Guan Gigi. <laughs> she just licked the mic as well. <laughs> 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 I hope we picked it up. I hope she looked it up. She's looking hella cute today as well, you know. Rocking that pink what? Pretty pink. Man, what are we saying though? What are we saying? Calm, Monday, man. new week. Yes. 
Just off yeah. the back of celebrating Kwanzaa's birthday. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. good? Tell me. Talk to me, man. What are you saying? I guess I should start. Um, yeah. I guess this is what made you smile, right? Yeah, of course, man. Come on. Um, because without saying it, sometimes. Friends and family coming, linking together. We had a little celebration in Ulster Park. Um, really good vibes. We were expecting the weather to be a little bit hotter, but it wasn't uh, raining and it was dry. So we're grateful for that. And just good vibes. A lot, a lot of people came... You know, like they they graced my they graced um, us with the, with my presence. A lot of people gave presents and just feeling blessed and energized. And yeah, I'm definitely grateful for everyone in my life and everyone passing through. And if anyone couldn't make it and still sending love, I appreciate that. It was a great celebration and just energized to keep going. Yeah, man. 31 years young, not 31 Jeez. years old. Even though I am officially an uncle, but um, <laughs> no, we keep rocking and rolling. Nah, man, it was beautiful to be there, Trust. man. It was thank so you. nice. Also, also, thank you, man, for the gifts in it. So. I'm 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 looking like I'm, I'm gonna be on the cover of Men's Health in 2023. So, uh, Amazing. Yeah. Come, come, yeah. Not before I make it, mate. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Competition. <laughs> this guy's really changed his tune since last week. You know, last week he was acting all dreary about his birthday. Yeah, yeah bro. it's my birthday. I don't like celebrating. I don't like celebrating, but it's, to me it's kind of weird celebrating birthdays. I never mm. really got into it when I was younger. But now I had a, such a sick party or such a sick gathering. I'm, I'm blessed in it. Birthdays was the worst days. Now we sip champagne because of birthday. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like Steven's <laughs> been in his bag this weekend just oh, right as far. It's going to be degrees today. I can feel it, bro. I can feel it, bro. Oh, snap. Oh, Welcome wait, back. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my days. Wait, wait, wait. A little wait, bit of content. Uh, wait, wait, wait. There's so wait. much happening today, bro. Trust me, man. <laughs> Let's welcome Steven back to the fucking world, hey, bro. First time in three weeks. back, man. First time in three weeks. Oh, you know what? First you know, time in a long this time. Is what, it's so natural that we just hear and we chat that we sometimes that stuff just goes over our head. Yeah, Steven, exactly. welcome back, my bro. No, How are you? Tell, tell us tell us what made you smile this week, bro. Well. He <laughs> 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 started with the... <laughs> With mixed emotions, so hang on, see. wait. Before he says this, yeah, please don't come for anyone with any bars, because you came early today and you were rubbing your hands at the table. And you, <laughs> I was like, something might be up. <laughs> something might be up. That's funny. Yeah, now I'm gonna wait for our first live show when no one can do anything about it. What <laughs> you told us, so we'll be uh, yeah, we'll be ready. <laughs> we'll be ready for you. Uh, scratch it off the pod. Um, <laughs> what made me smile this week, apart from Kwame's birthday and obviously like linking up, um, I got back on. I got back on Friday, I think it was. And it was nice to be it was nice to be in London, but it was nice to be back also and then kind of settling in and seeing like all of you guys, Adil, uh, Jenny, Nathan, and like the whole whole crew. So that was good to link up and see the guys and girls. Um and then obviously you guys recorded without me. Uh load me into a false sense of security with the opening bars where I felt like oh, these guys are missing me. Little did I know, <laughs> scorpion stinging the tail. Wow. I don't know. Who are you most upset about, about the ending? Huh? Who are you most upset with about the ending? I want to say Kwame, because I expect it. I expect it from this side. But what? From what side? Oh! From this side. Yeah? From this side. Huh? What did you mean from this side? Uh, from Yaf especially. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, what? Fam, I actually never come for you. Sure you know. I don't come for you, ever. True. That's true. That's true. It's true. And I, I just told the truth. <laughs> I, expect, I expected it from you. Yeah. Yeah. I just told the truth, bro. This is actually but, but, horrible, bro. What did I even say? Man, you were so happy as well. Your tonality when that came up as well. Yeah, man perked up as soon as that uh, Patrick was mentioned. 
Oh, that was a funny joke, bro. Mm. <laughs> We're about to get Wait, who funny. said it? It wasn't you that no, said it. No, you said it. No, it wasn't me. Give hands the context because he's looking at man yeah, like, well, go on, bro. Sorry. Um, no, so at the end of the episode, we, we were we're talking about a character that we sometimes think that, that Stephen bears a bears a very strong um, what do you call it <laughs> resemblance to like then, the like the whole Superman thing. Clark Kent turns into mm-hmm. more. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> but, like, but basically, it's a character. It's a character like you. You don't want to be compared to, but it came up naturally. So he's upset that we made that reference yet again. But it was so organic. Yeah, it was that's somewhere in London. Swirled and bam, yeah, exactly. bam, bam. Like wow. that's yeah. actually so funny, man. This is why I try to be here every week. Sometimes, sometimes I don't even feel like talking, but like, I'm just like, if I should miss one week, mm. like the outtakes from this, <laughs> I'm just here policing. The team. I'm Chief Wiggum today. Oh, wow, <laughs> pod police, pod police. So are you gonna touch what made you smile or? Oh, shit. Um... <laughs> yeah, come no, back. He did. Come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Come back to me. Well, what? Um, I go. I go. Actually, what made me smile this week is actually just going to Kwame's birthday this week, and it was sick, fam. Just cool. like being around like your your friends and. You're now extended that mm. Amsterdam family made us feel like part of that world as well. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? That's yeah. the closest thing that I think that we have done in a while, sort of thing. And it was yeah, nice. No, it was really, really nice. Do you know what was really interesting about? Because I also I had to do the decorate, which I never do. Like, I never do decorations, and I've got quite a talent for it. Wow. Like, <laughs> I can't lie. balloons were hanging. I What's can't lie. Have you got any evidence, Do you take like like enough air in the balloons, all of that? Do you want to know how good uh, the, the decorations were, yeah? Someone came up to me and was like, oh, who did the decorations? Wow. Like, no, but I was like, I was like, I don't know, you know, like that. No, it wasn't me. And I was like, she was like, oh, it looks like there's like oranges in the in the leaves. And I looked up, I was like, yeah, that's really good. And then I was like, wait, it was Steven. So I was like, oh, it was him. He did it like yeah, that. I was so like, oh, yeah, that's, I know it was good still. Um, interior design in the bio and that. Wow. Exterior all your parties oh, and all your parties. Yeah, you know functions. what I mean? <laughs> Hit me up. 2020, we still got more celebrating to do. I do bar mitzvahs. Oh, my birthdays, Come on. Christening. Please. You've got to tell what, us weddings? Right, Weddings is a whole different yeah, type whole of decoration. I'm trying, yeah. to, I'm trying to break into that. But... All right, cool. <laughs> Bro, That's nice level. You balloons guy, onto some trees. <laughs> this is what you say. Actually, man, it's the way they were tied. Ah, <laughs> uh, bro, it's, I'm gonna say the same as everyone else in it. Like, mm. just do you know what your pot? The party in the park was dope, but for me, more than anything, it was actually just the prep. Yeah. You know, like so we went to um to Kwame's girlfriend's house prior, and they were just like. Chefing it up, cooking the house. You could smell the house from when he was walking up the stairs. Like, you know mm. them ones there. Like yeah, when you, you know when you're yeah. young and you're getting to your yard, yeah, mm. and you can tell mom or dad is cooking. Like, Man, it's today, and you're excited. Like it was the same thing. So we've gone in the block and just smelled the food. Mm. Bus opened the door. Like Mia's there with her friend and yeah. like doing their thing. And like we've carried bare stuff. I think we made like two or three trips. Yeah. Yes, we did. Oh, well, from the house well, to the park. Well, no, we did. <laughs> oh yeah. Kieran and Kwame made two or three trips, <laughs> yeah. trips from the house to the park. Damn, I'm not <laughs> sure if Stephen actually made. Stephen was done after the first trip. <laughs> yeah, he, was, well, hers, he was sweating. He was Let's sweating. get into it. Let's he get into like it. The forehead. Yes, like everything, bro. So, so, what two, was he, so, he carried two. He two. Um, 
too uh, too crates. Too crates is no, no crates is being crates clients. Is, it's, it's, it's not a crate. No, it wasn't even a crate. No, it was like a, 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 a two multi pack. Yeah, a ten pack. A ten pack. Yeah, yeah, a ten pack. Ten pack of beers. Twenty beers. Twenty beers. But it was it was a half a beer. It wasn't a real. Wait, 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 wait. That's a titanium glass. Come on, man. It was hot as well. No, hands, hands. No, 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 man. Now look, and the thing is, right? Stephen posted on our. On our Instagram account. Yeah, it's cheekily. Cheekily, whilst we were trying to figure out how to put the table up uh, mm. in the park, which we did eventually, but obviously Stephen thought it was hilarious <laughs> that we couldn't figure it out for the first time. Right? We also need to add why he was filming us, because he was so tired from carrying the beers to the park. He exactly. was lying down on the grass, not doing anything, <laughs> yeah. catching his breath. Basically. He got to catch his breath. Yeah, heard, uh, uh, no, but he tried to embarrass us. So we're here on the pod trying to, to talk about what set the record straight. set the record straight, fam. Because Stephen, Stephen walks probably what two hundred and fifty meters, Jeff, maybe that. And it's the way and he was stopped, walking and as well. stopped at least Struggle. every every thirty. Oh, my back. Ah, my back. Yes, I am. Physio team, and that's why right. I went to the gym to try. He had the big break, you know. I hear you, mate. Sorry, I, I cut you, you off. You have to work you out with hers, maybe. You want to walk Yeah, there's a nice little link there. Yeah, if I cut you off, sorry, you'll see. Oh, mine, oh, mine. Yeah, for me, it was just the whole prep. It was just hilarious. Like, Kwame, God bless you, bro. You were just so flustered and all over the place, like, <laughs> oh, running around, trying to do 250 things at once. <laughs> bro, and that's why player, we were just bro. like, Kwame, we got you, man. Yeah, like, that's not what we need to do, but. It was just fun. It was just sick, innit? And then yeah. the end result, obviously, was beautiful. People from all over the world, basically. Local Amsterdamers, mm. expats, quote-unquote, together. Everyone yeah. just vibing together. Yeah. It was just sick, man. So, shout out to you, Quams. Thank you. Thank you. Thoughts us, man. Mind. It made you smile, yeah. Man, um, I, 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 I'm going to tap into a little bit into what made me smile in terms of birthdays. But I'm just happy for the July and the June babies that they actually can celebrate right now because obviously yeah, we right, dived right, into right. Corona. Yeah, My right. birthday is January, so I turned up for sure when everything was still <laughs> still over. calm, you know. So I was like, damn, that's that's messed up for Trust them who we'll probably have to stay in quarantine and 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 and, and they're not uh, not able to celebrate. But then to see that you know Kwame staying in Oster Park, you know. My best friend who did it at uh, in Nord, but obviously there was enough space. Everybody could still do their thing and still make yeah, something yeah. out of it. Obviously, you couldn't go to clubs or anything, but still, it made me realize, like, damn, you know, house parties or like park parties are actually yeah, pretty it. good as well. Yeah, like, yeah. I was, I was pretty good. I was pretty satisfied with, yeah, all right, cool. Like normally, you do have the 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 next, which is bar, pub, yeah. club. But I'm, it made me realize, like, hey, the whole, you know, this vibe, I, I can catch this vibe. I, I, I don't mind staying in these type of parties for the longest, you know, so. Question it, to you, yeah, like to everyone. Do you think that's, do you think people are going to be more accustomed to those kind of parties now? Because this is all we have. Yeah. Like, do you think people are still going to be gassed to go to the club once they really open the club? man. No. Yes. You think so? People are going to lose their frigging mind. You reckon? Yeah, yeah. but still. For the first weekend. With a, with a, nah. still with a, like a. Awareness, cautionary unless tells, they're bro. pissed and just really like mm. do the whole pre-drink thing. But I think people are still like there's there's still people out out here that are a little shaky about yeah, being outside. Sure. You yeah. know, I don't, I don't know if I'm thinking like if I'm if I'm someone that's like learned to DJ during this period or whatever. Like a lot of people have. I'm thinking if I host an event, then like I'm keeping all of that and like you know all, all my friends. I think you're gonna have a lot of people that are gonna do. More house parties, more underground yes. yeah, things yeah, yeah. as well, because like it was the 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 air of COVID is still around. You know what I mean? So like mm. going to like a 
club and like just lips and so on random like Bruh. <laughs> I was not expecting that yeah. to come out of your mouth, bro. Whoa! Go to a club way and rather than ordering some drinks, yo, you're doing a dance. What lips is tip. going on? My yo, arrives, what, what is bruh. happening here? And then just start. I thought that shot looked a little bit heavy, you know. Uh, bro. <laughs> 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 Yo, and now he's in his bag. Literally, he's in his bag. What are you doing, fam? Yes, the content capture, isn't it? But um, <laughs> but yeah, that's why I think people are gonna do their own underground parties, uh, house parties with close friends because I think mm. everyone's realized that how important it is to spend time with the people that are closest to them. Mm. I think people are gonna want to make more of that. Yeah, sure, like, okay, cool. Rather than going on a random one, like, let me invite my boys, my girls over, let's go and do our thing. Yeah. So I think those things are going to... You'll still have people that will go... I don't even know who would go clubbing. I, I was going to say, like, maybe, like, the younger generation, but I think they're more... Everybody's... Oh, Jeanette, I'm sorry, man. Oh, yo, She's like, wrap it up, mate. <laughs> 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 Jeanette won't be invited to the function. Oh, my days, fam. Um, but no, that's what I think. What do you guys think, though? I don't know. I don't think people are going to be rushing out to go to any parties. I feel like we've been cool without them. It wasn't the only... It was the only other day I was like, rah, I haven't, like, gone out all year, basically. Mm, no. Like even, the, like, even the party that we went to, like, minus Trinidad, that was... The Questy's party and it wasn't even out to like yeah, that, was out, that sort of thing. Yeah, it was cool. That was sick. I I do think though, sorry Hans, we're gonna go back to this. No, no problem. No, no, but um I do think there's another side of it that we're all quite sociable people. Mm. And we've got a broad group of friends. I don't know if everyone has that. True. You know, so I think a lot of the time people do go to the club just to meet new people and to put themselves out there a little bit more. Mm. So we 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 have a bit of a luxury where, you know, we got big group of friends, we can go to like diverse events, but I don't know if everyone has that, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. So I think that side of people might be quite excited for the club scene to come back. For sure. Like, uh, it's just going to be interesting how they're going to introduce social distancing in in, in club nights. You know, like, I've seen concerts where they just put a pair of chairs and then one and a half meters and another pair of chairs. So, Mm -hmm. like, artists are even able to just do their concert thing. But yeah, you know, at a certain point, like, the protocols... Stay seated, but at a certain point, if you hear your jam, you're gonna be standing. Yeah, you're gonna be you're turning. Gonna wheel, you know, so I mean, in terms of that, I think they they get a little bit more. They have a better chance of making it happen. Uh, concerts, but then um, clubbing is gonna be interesting, man. Yeah, like I don't know, if, like if you see like somebody that catches your eye, like you're gonna be like. I don't know if I'm allowed or the security's gonna Steven, kick me out just, just because I approach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're just gonna wave your phone like this is the yeah, gram. Yeah, like, yeah. On the gram, you got that little QR code now, right? That you can oh, actually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, that's yeah. the new way. Oh, not really. <laughs> Instagram was on it, on it, because that was post-COVID. Oh, they were like, "Ah, oh, yeah, this gonna yeah. happen." The whole social distance, uh, uh, yeah, catching each other's gram or whatever platform you choose to engage. But yeah, that that made me smile. Man. Shout out July babies. That means your parents Jeez. were. On it like September last year. September, end of the summer, you know, you had your fun. Winter's coming. Yeah, yeah, shout out to guy, man. Shout out July, baby. It's June. May so, even got to celebrate a little bit. May as well. Yeah, a little yeah, piece. A little piece. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Now, yeah. obviously, you know, people can tell that you're definitely fam of the pod. And, <laughs> and anyone that's listening from these Amsterdam streets will know who you are. But because we're international podcasters, trust me, we have a little bit of an audience. So if if you will, if you will, my man, please explain to the rest of our people that 
haven't heard of you yet, who you are, wh- where you're from, and what you do. Uh, appreciate it, man. Uh, Hearns, um, yeah, I mean, the introduction was sick, honestly. So a lot has been said in the introduction. But I'm Hearns, um, professional trainer, uh, to be specific, in group training. So multiple people in one session. Uh, more focused on the uh, entertaining side, the journey of going to training and obviously adding knowledge of training uh, towards that to have a complete experience. Um, from Amsterdam, uh, southeast to be exact, bo- shout bo- out bo- Belmer bo- 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 that raised me. Uh, yeah, and, and, and a whole journey came before that. Uh, started as an athlete and discovered uh, multiple things that I liked. But uh, training stick the longest, and and until this day, I'm really enjoying it. And just, you know, every session trying to get it better. You know, trying to get better at my training, get better at my profession, so I'll grow old and and hopefully pass it on to the youth them who try to you know maybe uh, uh, maybe make this a make this a profession. You know, and want to be that knowledgeable guy with gray hair, still looking like Pharrell, <laughs> 40 years, it's still young. Body right, shaped, you know what I mean? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm <laughs> but yeah, man, just, you know, just really making sure that uh, I get really good where I'm at because I, I kind of find found where I really liked and I want to stick to it and trying to learn and get better and get stronger at it, you know? Yeah, man. Way as well. Quick, we're glad to have overview. you on, man. Thank you for glad having me. And we're definitely going to uh, unpack your journey a little bit more so people can become inspired and, and find out, yeah, just how you got to, to, to where you are now, right? So, yeah. Obviously, you said Bilma, born and raised. Yes. So how did it all start for you, bro? Yeah, man. Um, so parents were um, immigrants from Ghana, uh, trying to, trying to, you know, obviously find a uh, better way of earning money. Um, found out, uh, got a way to go to Canada, in my case. Um, back in the days, a lot of uh, Ghanaian, West Africans moved towards the West, Europe, Britain, Netherlands, even Germany. Um, and the U.S. and uh, my parents uh, went to Canada, had me. Um, unfortunately, you know, uh, due to uh, I guess disagreement, had to go out, uh, separate from each other. Mom's sister living in Amsterdam and told her like, "Hey, this opportunity's here." And she hustled through and 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 made it happen. And uh, when I was one and a half years old, we moved to mm-hmm. Amsterdam. So that's where it all started from. We were in the Belma right away. Started in Kleinest and then actually went to Hein which is the last stop with the Metro. So that's the one. (laughs) And yeah, man, that's where I started, you know, started to learn, um, um, got to know the neighborhood, got to know everybody. Uh, Everybody had different interests. And for us, it was sports. That's where we really got our outlets when it was outside with kick football, Uh, pavement, you know. I think uh, people can relate with pickup games, uh, even in different sports. And we did it with football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and obviously, you have mates that have different interest in, uh, you know, uh, earning a little bit more quicker cash. <laughs> so th- that's that's the sketch of the neighborhood. Um, yeah. That's that's where it started. You know, athlete. We wanted to play ball. We wanted to. We saw people on TV who made it. We saw people like us. You know, in terms of um, you know skin color that made it, and we're like, all right, mm. that's where we want to be. So we, uh, you know, whenever there was a chance, after school, before school, weekends. You would pick up all and do the thing, you know, just play. So that's where the where movement, let's say, uh, started for me. Because we would play from, you know, like as soon as we were outside until it was dark. And your mom, mom would uh, call you in to come back in. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, you Trust have to me. know. That was hours Get and hours your ass and hours of playing. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where it all started from, so, man. Yeah, man. Because for us here, yeah, obviously, we, we've all grown up in London. Mm. 
we're still on the fence about whether Stephen was in London or not because Kieran always comes with the technicalities like, is it North London? Is it not? Um, <laughs> but for us, I think like whenever we've been in Southeast, yeah. it's probably the closest thing that reminds us of ends. <clears throat> so for people who aren't from Amsterdam, how would you describe like growing up in Bilma, what it is, what it represents, the people, the community? Oh, it's it's beautiful. Um, you know, um, we had uh, in Belma, uh, we had a lot of resemblance in terms of there was a lot of West Africans in Belma, but we also had a lot of um, people from Suriname, people from the uh, Antilles, even people from um, different parts of the world who would. Uh, choose Southeast as their residence, as the first residence. So as soon as you touch down, you already get introduced to all cultures. So I would say that would be the most beautiful thing that I got out of uh, the Southeast because there wasn't nothing that I didn't see before in terms of what Amsterdam has to offer. Mm -hmm. Maybe, um, and uh, no, I, I would say everything. Like um, you get you you get introduced to maybe people that are not really proficient in Dutch. So now you're forced to talk English, mm -hmm. you know, um, you're obviously uh, surrounded by people who are also from West Africa, so you get surrounded with people who have the same upbringing as you, quote unquote. Obviously, in in terms of uniqueness, that that's the that, that's the person. But you know, uh, people from uh, African descent, you know, people from the specific Ghana descent, who are uh, speaking the language with parents. You know, you go to home with parents, and then from Suriname uh, descent and their food, you get introduced to that. Mm. So that was my upbringing. You know. Uh, uh, Early, yeah, I had to learn how to adapt early to stuff that I wasn't used to, you know, and it was constant. It wasn't like one week, you, uh, one day you're here and then you don't have it for two weeks. It was constant mm. new flavors, new flavors, nice. new flavors, new nice. flavors. So that was the first education, like, okay, adapt, you know, this is how they grew up, get introduced to it and then, you know, form opinion about it, you know. Do you, do you know what I love? Because I think the farm was one of the first places I went to when I came. And so, I think, yeah, yeah. Sick. And I think, like, what instantly hit me was, like, you can just identify with it, whether it's, like, uh, West Trust. Africa or, like, in the London uh, markets and places mm. like that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The shops going and finding, like, my like, African hair products. Bruh. <laughs> Little oh, yeah. Trust me. Seeing, seeing Indomie stacked up in, like, the yeah. shops. Oh, man. Seeing like the uncles like talking out outside, like, hella uncles, you know, yeah. you know, for like, no reason, but they're just there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just seeing like swaps of like like just black people doing their thing, or like I I often go like um on on Sundays because I'll go and get, cut my hair or something, and then yeah, like, seeing like all the aunties come from like church and things like that. So like it just took me back, and I, like when I said that's just like within the first two weeks, I was like, oh my god, when I settle, I'm gonna I'm gonna live here. Obviously, I didn't, but um, yeah. yeah I, 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 no, I, I wish I had because, like, the community is just something that everyone can identify with. Oh, man, for sure. Like, you know, as a youth, I can remember, like, I didn't have to go anywhere else. You know, everything that we needed oh, in terms sick. of food, in terms of barber, but even, like, your way of going out. We didn't have to go far. It was there. You yeah. know, we didn't have to go all the way to the other side of the city. You know, uh, so that helps, you know. So it really becomes a community. It's It's strong, like... I come from everybody knows who you are, you know, yeah. that, that that's it. Like everybody knows you by name, you know them by name, you know, who does who does this, who does that. And mm -hmm. what you say, entrepreneurship, you know, people with their own shops mm -hmm. that uh, 
with uh, import products that you know in our case you know uh, West Africans would use all the time mm. in food and mm. in, in in body care and skin care. Okay, so that was being spices said. and seasoning. Uh, there you go. <laughs> you can get all the spices in Yumbo, my friend. Yes, uh, you can. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, no, I was about to say that. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, you cannot. I mean, no. I'm Wait, what? Huh? <laughs> jet lag. Jet lag. Uh, huh? Japan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's frazzled. Man's still saying Japan. You know. Why not? Oh, well, I was sorry to cut you. While we're on the topic of like spices and stuff, obviously you're hailing from Ghanaian heritage. Ah, We've got some different <laughs> some different backgrounds in the room today. Mm. Whenever we have a Ghanaian or a Nigerian mm. guest on, we always ask the question. Ghanaian Jalof. Nigerian Jalof. <laughs> There's your answer. <laughs> Straight away. <laughs> <laughs> he knew what was coming, bro. Kwame's hand was like... I just, I mean, no offense, yeah, because... Stephen dumbfounded. I never, I never, wait, I never had Nigerian jollof. So oh, I never expected it. <laughs> so that's first. So it's hard to have an opinion. But mm. in my head, it's like I had it, and I'm like, what can be better than this? Mm. <laughs> what? Well, oh, it's funny you should say that. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm gonna say Ghanaian jollof, but in my case, I still have to have Nigerian jollof. But you know, in my, I, I am a. You know, don't change the winning team, you know. Mm. Yeah. That's what I'm Fair saying. Just, just as a disclaimer, Hearns had two shots. So. <laughs> two shots. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying that effectively. I mean, <laughs> so, yeah. so, so basically, okay, okay, okay. If, 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 if we're coming real with that chest talk, we, 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 chest we, talk. we actually bought um, Stephen a large pot so we could actually make a real life portion of of jollof rice. So okay. when he makes it, hopefully he can invite. Yeah, true. I'll t- I'll, you know, I'm yeah, not ashamed. Sure. I'll come. But Don't look, knock it if you haven't tried. It. But yeah, the, I mean. the first time he made jollof and he posted on Instagram, he made it in a. <laughs> You're um, not going to be able to lift this down. You know, baby sized portion with cucumber. No, with cucumber. <laughs> no chicken. No stew. Not even coleslaw, bro. Lucky the bad be on Instagram. And he posted it confidently. Like this is the one. Wait, wait, wait. With no caption as well. You know when you drop something with no caption, yeah? You mean that shit, man. You think that shit's the bomb. I was so focused on getting the right I like. You know? Because it's my first time. So I put all my energy on that. I forgot about everything else that accompanies it. Hey, Kieran's dying over here. To be fair, but shout out to him. That's so funny. He tried, he tried. You know, there's not a lot of people that can make jollof. You know what I mean? Like, you're just like I don't need a caption this picture speaks for itself <laughs> that, that's what it was going through his head bro he's like yeah that's these cucumbers I'm going to take it past I'm going to take it over the edge I'll tell you that the, the revolution will be televised the revolution oh, will be televised oh, shout out to that shout out to Instagram live oh, 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 you know what to be continued oh, I will have the Nigerian to make okay. a so, um, but I'm biased you know, so, 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 right. so Stephen we, we, are, we are waiting upon you but no um, all, all jokes aside you know um, speak about Bauma and um, you know you, you said that it was home it was love, it was a lot of culture, but it, it had a reputation. Yes. And now it has undergone a lot of gentrification. And we'll definitely get into some of your journeys, but mm. you know, like being born and raised and 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 now living there. I'm sorry, being born and raised and traveling to lots of places and now coming back. Yeah. Like what's the feeling like from an area that was once upon a time full of ethnic minorities and now it's really yeah. mixed, right? Yeah, no, it's it's really mixed, you know, and um it's funny because the 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 chat that you have with people whenever you tell them you're from Belmer, it's like a oh you're from there. Mm. Oh wow, like must have been rough. And it's funny because 
I never seen it as rough. But then again, you're from there. And like I said, it's community-based. Everybody knows everybody. So I'm a familiar face yeah. when I walk. And it doesn't matter what time of day. Okay. And I know okay. how to move. And I know how to move correctly. I guess it's a it's a certain of street smartness that you, you, mm -hmm. like, you know who not to talk back to, stuff like that. So that's the lessons. But on the other hand... Um, I can understand that people who are not familiar with that environment can have uh, an opinion about it because they hear stories. Because yeah. I also hear those stories, but you don't see them as yeah. much. Mm -hmm. In my case, you know, because we chose football. You know, when guys said like, "We're gonna, we're gonna go on road, we're gonna do some stuff," mm -hmm. you guys care to join? We're like, "Nah, we're just gonna play an extra hour here. Mm -hmm. Cool, mm -hmm. we out." Mm -hmm. So, I I never got to be in that too much. Obviously, incidents happened and you see stuff, but you don't see... I, I got lucky to not see extremes, but you still hear it. But it was never around me, you know? And mm. you would see guys the next day that you heard stories about, but they're cool with you and they're, mm. they're very calm. So it's funny when you have a conversation with somebody who hears the stories and he's like, you know, this and that and that about Belmont. I'm like, that's not really how I experience it. So... You know I can't blame them. What did that do, do for your perception of like the area though? Like obviously you lived it, right? Yeah. So, but like, did that change the way that you looked here, or did it make you think differently of the of the place that you're from? No, it's still home to me. Mm. It's still home to me, and I still respect those guys for who they are, you know. But obviously, um, when when it's a little bit overboard in terms of what somebody does, you do. Uh, you are aware of it, you know, mm -hmm. and and you do not try to associate with it because it's the smart thing to do, especially when you hear stories about people that, um, you know, in terms of violence, stuff that happens. Um, it's an unfortunate thing, but people want to pay, they want payback mm. and then innocent people get involved, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and they try to see people who are, closest to that person you don't want to be involved with that because you could be mistakenly seen as somebody that's 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 involved with it but in my in my in my case it is like i was never in it as much you know when i see it and and when i know that person it's still love but i'm not hanging out mm. you know mm -hmm. unless he's coming to play football mm. so bringing it all back to where it was. So if he plays football, that's what, but it's not that I, I walk around and go on road with this person, you know, so. But the, the thing that annoys me about kind of that is that just the perception of if, yeah, there's, there's crime in black neighborhoods, but there's crime in like white neighborhoods as well. Like that's it's just true. like, what happens in a black neighborhood has been, um, I don't say like glorified through like uh, novels or films or things like that. So people are more, I feel like more aware of it or, it gets zeroed in more because like when i went to the bottom of like a couple of like friends were like also like white like it's so funny because like when we go off the stop like uh their first instance is like oh they didn't feel safe whereas my first impression is like more I'm at home, home. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. home yeah 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 so it's just it's just Definitely. interesting that that dynamic that so true I first out there i still, i was like i was rubbing my hands i was like ah oh, <laughs> home and they're like oh should we be here in such like trepidation so it's just it was just very interesting. I, I couldn't really unpack like where that stemmed from, I, other than just being out of your comfort. Mm. Yeah, being out of your comfort zone. But like for me, I, my eyes lit up. I was just like, yeah, I ultimately recognized this as yeah, home. Yeah, and they yeah. were like, oh, should we be here? I'm like just looking around very nervously. And then that was really, um, that was really interesting. I think there's something in that. I don't, I don't know what it is, but like that always struck me. Like the first mm. five minutes, 
I was like, boom, home. And then I was having a conversation like, yeah, no, we're safe. It's like 5 p.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> and it's those little things, right? Like you spoke about, it's seeing the head, the black hair shops, yeah. you're seeing the uncles posted mm, outside, bro. like just such a chilling. Place, man. And then you're like, oh shit, like this is exactly like London because mm-hmm. I think it's important to know where we're from, obviously in London. In London, you have pockets of black communities, yeah. you know, yeah. sort of dotted all over London, innit? In Amsterdam, for those, those of you who aren't familiar, basically the large population of the black community is in South East. Yeah. 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 I think that's yeah. fair Fact. to say. That's fair. Um, and so with that being said, there's a whole host of culture associated mm-hmm. with it. You know, some of the best musicians, some of the best footballers come from that area, right? Yeah. So it's like a cultural hotbed almost, but it's usually seen as its own independent part yeah. of Amsterdam. Like mm-hmm. if someone says I'm from Southeast, immediately you're like, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And I, we, I think there's a reaction it's interesting. When, when we were when we played ball for um for Oh FC Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh and wow. Then, yeah, 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 yeah. When we played there, and then I think I think you asked me, it's like <laughs> where, where, where's everyone from? It's like, yeah, they're from around here. Mm. And then like automatically that like, you just got it when you came yeah, into yeah. the uh, changing room, but that, that, was, that, was, that was great. It's one of the it's best dope. things I've done because I, I don't have many interactions with like uh, I'd say people that are like born and like raised here. So like that football team was great mm. because you got yep. to meet like uh, different people and like they got to interact with us. Like the way we play football, the way we were taught to play football in England was different. Yeah, the way facts. They, definitely they, different. They were, their reaction to things were different. So it, it was just like a wonderful, and oh, the dressing yeah. room is just so interesting. Like from I'll like, how, how, we react, yeah, how, we, <laughs> how we react to things versus them. But like, Outside of that, we're all united by this this round object on the field, mm, and like, yes. we're all so able to. Mm. I just so that that was like really. I actually miss like playing. Yeah, big ups to sports, man. Yeah. It saved a lot of people. I'll tell Trust. you. That. Yeah. But also, shouts out to Belma, man. Like, I think a lot Trust. of people, if you come to Amsterdam, go check out Belma because yes. mm, it's just 100. a dope area Please. with so Please. much Please culture. Mm. Don't just go coffee shops and Uber everywhere. Trust Please. me, man. Yeah. Jump on a bike, jump on the metro, <laughs> yeah, exactly. go to Belma and just experience it. Because especially if you place. like, you know, green. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro, that's yes. what's so it's sick the greenest about it. place. I would say. Trust me. Like we have a lot of green. You know, I can I can imagine living in the center, get a lot of pavement, a lot yeah. of great yeah, buildings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you're looking for, you know, obviously you got your parks, but we got a whole setup with a lot of trees and stuff like that. So Thanks. yeah, man, take a walk, man. It's good, good food. Yeah, man, good people. Trust. Yeah, just a great time overall, man. Trust. So we've obviously like skirted around it. I, mean, I think we should delve into it a little bit. So we've spoken about sport, but your journey into what you do now started exactly as you said as f- at football like, talk about that like talk about your journey with football tell us how it's allowed you to like, travel the world as well so yeah it's beautiful um you know uh the setup here is that we have a lot of clubs and then obviously different clubs play in different uh levels in terms of competition and 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 then if you get the chance to go pros you have that chance as well like there's a lot of clubs um uh, i did a local club in uh in 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 in, in southeast um, FC Belmer was the name back in the days. It changed now to uh, it, well, Ajax bought over the whole piece over mm. there, but you, it used to be like three clubs there. Um, Kasha Bay was it, and then FC Belmer was there. Um, and then Ajax just bought all those fields for their youth, so it was amazing. But yeah, we were very close to the uh, Ajax facility, so that was like the whole dream like, oh, mm. we want to play for Ajax, we want to play for Ajax. So that's what we did, we just tried our best. Uh, played competition, you know, uh, it was fun, it was good with friends. 
uh, as we push, we push, we push, you get older, you get uh, put into teams that is your age group. And at a certain point, you are senior, you just play with men with jobs, you know, mm-hmm. pretty much. And then um, there is really where you try to prove yourself and try to kick it to a level where you can get seen. Maybe you get seen a little bit earlier or up to you. In my case, it didn't happen for me like that. And I stayed in, in the senior level, but still decent level, not the craziest level, I would say, but definitely uh, good enough for me to, you know, put time in. We still had to practice like two, three times a week and then play a match on weekends. And that was the competition. Um, around me, uh, got really inspired by guys who, who did uh, who did get the chance to make it. You know, uh, that was really inspiring. Make me want to work hard. Um but that option didn't just it, it doesn't come to me mm-hmm. i think i can uh, i can I, I can speak for them by saying it's not an easy journey you really have to find that discipline mm-hmm. um, and obviously the combination with skills will get you there uh, which is not the case with me no worries this was all fine still played still had fun and still enjoyed it uh, and then a good friend of mine uh giofani shalago giofani he was um going to the U.S. for American football. Pads. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. rugby thing. Oh, it's not rugby. Shout out to the wide receiver ball. Yeah, we had, a, we had a little league for American football here. Um, and then what they did is it was a program and they would send people from Amsterdam to high school mm-hmm. in the, the U.S., which was sick. And my friend Gio went and then he came back with stories for summers and he was like, yeah, it was sick. And then he would tell me there's also football programs over there. And what would happen is that they will... Um, you know, take care of school for you in terms of uh, money, you know. Scholarship. Um, scholarship yeah, in the yeah. terms of scholarships. And uh, schools are not cheap in the U.S. Mm-mm. So... <laughs> That's for sure, bro. You know, but it was always a cool educational system, but it was just not affordable, at least in my financial situation that we were from, you know. You know, my parent, my mom, you know, I, I was raised with a single mom, you know. I don't have to... I think people out there know how that is. Uh, so financially, he wasn't able to just go to the U.S. and just buy and go ahead and pay tuition. So, But the football, if you were good enough in football, they would grant you a scholarship mm-hmm. that would take care of school. And obviously, you're a full-time athlete and um, you study full-time as well. So that would be your life. And I would go to these websites and these facilities were amazing like the facilities were like I'm telling you it would compete with like the whole IX facilities and all those high clubs that we had in Amsterdam Mm -hmm. so I was like oh sick raw I could still have like the whole pro experience and go to school Mm -hmm. if it doesn't work I'll stay on my education and I can Mm -hmm. just move on I tried but still had a cool experience in terms of sports. That's, that's like like the American way in sports is like build athletes first, right? So they yeah. like have like the best facilities for their players and their athletes nah. do the athletes to just do that before there's even like this sport is mm. a skill base. It's like, let's build this athlete and then look and yeah. do this thing. Yes. <laughs> so back to Gio, he was like, yo, you should try it. You know, why not? Sure. Tried his school specifically. His school specifically wasn't granting uh, scholarships to uh, football uh uh, um, uh, athletes in terms of our football that we know when we kick mm. because um, at the time it wasn't the most popular sport schools give out money to sports teams uh, obviously the more popular sports get a bigger budget to spend on players for scholarships and the football global program there wasn't really a big one so story done I can't go to America nah I don't believe it I could still go so Looked at the league. Oh, there's more schools. Go to their website. I find out 
coach, who the coach is, who the assistant coach is, who the goalkeeper coach is. I was like, raw, they have goalkeeper coaches? Uh, what? <laughs> so, and all have emails. They all got emails. It's like, all right, cool. I guess I have to like send my CV in terms of what I did for school, send my CV what I did in terms of playing football and see what happens. So I just set it up. Um, I had an English teacher as well who gave me like the whole grammar thing to make sure everything was good because obviously wow. English is not my first in- language. And I just sent it to the school. I was like, all right, I'm not going to give up with one school. And I just kept on sending, yeah. sending 500 emails late. Wow. 500 emails. No way. Day and night, just Jeez. sending. I did the whole, I had a whole setup. And obviously changed the name of the coach name and the school name. And then boom, you have the copy and paste email. Did you have, um, did you have footage you of you playing sometimes, as well? You know? <laughs> yeah, man. Did you have footage of you playing as well? Did you have to send so it So I wasn't aware of that. I was like, <laughs> cool. They, they see the email. Ah, oh, sick email. They're going to give me a scholarship. <laughs> obviously it doesn't work like that. So the reply was, come to our camp. Okay. So they would host camps in the summer. And then obviously you do the summer camp and then check your skills. Prove yourself. And like, yeah, prove yourself. Mm. But my head, it was like, I'm not going to buy a ticket and then go and then have the chance of not getting picked mm. to get a scholarship. So I wasn't for that. So I was waiting for schools who were really, really interested. And then uh, a couple of schools um, did show in more interest than just summer camp. Like, we want to see you play. And they actually asked footage. So I had my friend, Kwajo. Shout out Kwajo, who... So shout out him. Yeah. So we bought a yeah. little camcorder yeah. at the uh, Media Mart and we just started making footage, made a whole wow. highlight reel on Windows movie maker. <laughs> you know, the whole the effect. Day. Trust me. Tough tune on the background, you know, and then just send it to them and they were like, okay, we really like you. Um, I had more chance. Um, in terms of education, I wasn't uh, eligible for a bachelor's degree because right. I... Um, I uh, I was yeah I was in my, my school grades and in terms of what I was doing here for school wouldn't allow me to enroll into a bachelor's degree but what they have there is junior college yeah. you do two years of two good junior college and then after two years you're allowed to enroll into a bachelor's program mm. and skip the first two years do the last okay, two years okay, and boom okay. you got your bachelor's okay. so that's what I did junior colleges and eventually fast forward three schools Chicago Oklahoma and uh, some joint state right. You went, you went somewhere in Florida. Yeah, that's 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 the later part. Okay, okay, sorry. But the biggest biggest offers came from Chicago and um, uh, uh, Oklahoma. Wow. And I literally just went for the school that made me uh, gave me the biggest offer. And to be fair, the coach was very nice to me. Um, he was like, "Yo, I have a whole plan for you. Uh, I like your playing style. This is what we can offer." Matt. And it was you know, peanuts in terms of what I had to pay. You know, they weren't the biggest and best school, but I was like, I'm at least there. It's calm, yeah. Mm. Now I'm there, and then from there, I could easily find a better school, maybe. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna do my two years in Oklahoma, not knowing what I would expect. <laughs> Oklahoma, so what, Oklahoma. What was like, wow. what was the what was it like making that jump from Amsterdam to Oklahoma? Well, I was just gassed because the facilities and the whole, oh, I actually can get the pro experience and the whole yeah. combination. Like I can make mom proud because I'm still studying mm. and I'm still trying this football thing. You know, um, level, I was like, maybe the level's a little bit lower, so I might bring a good level. So I have a good chance here. So I was just really gassed on that. And I know myself, when I'm really focused on something, nothing else matters. Mm. Like I'm all, yeah. that has Holy. to happen. You know, that's but, really but my bro, before you before you go proper into it, like, I'm just so curious, like, what was that thing, yeah, that made you send 500 emails? What, like, what told you America is the thing? Nah, it's, it's research, you know. It's 
you, I didn't only research the schools and the facilities, I researched stories of players who did a four-year degree and they actually have a draft and they're like, all right, such and such from this school, draft pick number three goes to the MLS mm. and gets a, gets a team, gets a contract. And then you look at their lives right after that and then they get to actually go to Europe. There's a few examples of that. So the whole dream of what I thought wasn't possible was possible again, mm. you know? And I wasn't the youngest because I went on my 21st. I left uh, Netherlands. So that boy dream that I had was all of a sudden possible, maybe with a whole mm. different road, mm -hmm. but I just was lit up by the idea that I can get that experience. Got you. And that fueled me to actually try it. Like I wanted to at least say like, you know what? If it doesn't happen, I at least put 100% to actually get there, mm. 500 emails, and then go there and actually do my thing and really work for what I had. But were there any points during that like hustle of you trying to move over there where you just thought, oh, this, like, yeah, I this isn't going to happen? Like, yeah, you definitely. felt discouraged. The, the, the replies that I got from coaches were always summer camp, summer camp, summer camp, summer camp. And I wasn't having it because I, was, I, I didn't have the financial resources to just take, book a couple of tickets to the U.S., make a road trip and try all these schools out, you know? So mm. that was disencouraging to hear that. So it was literally like 500, 500 schools, two schools. Crazy. That bro. gave me the, the scholarship, you know? Um, they have to watch footage. Do they even like footage, you know? Because this is a highlight reel. Mm. This is not mm. full matches. Mm. And highlight reels can gas you, bro. Yeah, Remember, I'm right? Giroud, bro. <laughs> hey, leave him alone. No, no, you gotta leave him alone. This guy, to be I thought he was gonna be the next Robin Van Persie at Arsenal. Yeah, this guy was scoring bicycle so kicks was in his so highlight reel. Blessed. I mean, I mean, it was one of the last schools that I sent to because obviously you're you're gonna go for the biggest cities: yeah, New course. York, Miami, mm. Los yeah. Angeles. <laughs> so you want to go to those schools, you know? Someone I'm like Oklahoma. <laughs> well, like, what am I gonna do there? But on the other hand, I was like. Like, you know, at least you're now in the US and now you can actually tell coaches like, hey, I'm in Oklahoma and mm. it's a little bit easier for them to mm. see scouts. Yeah, 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 yeah. scouts. So I was like, in terms of that, you know what? Let me make this little step and then make a bigger step in, in the future. So that was the vision. Do you yeah. know what's really mad though, yeah? You spoke about the fact you didn't have the, the finances to go and do summer camp, but there was a lot of people that do. Yeah. So isn't it crazy that your financial situation could have made the difference between you playing for you know, let's say a D2 club versus a D1 club. Yeah. I think that's so mad how, the, you know, you're just your social class alone yeah. can dictate the level that you can reach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how difficult, how easy it becomes. I think that's that's sort of like the, the crazy thing about sport, yeah. especially in America. I guess at that point, you don't, you don't, you don't look at that. You're mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm in this situation right now. Like, okay, this is what it is. It's not going to change. You know, I can sit down and be like, oh, I wish, I wish, I wish. But that's just only going to delay, you know. Facts. Um, it also helps that in, in the situation you were in, you know, uh, school wasn't going that well for me. I didn't really like school. School wasn't really for me. Uh, I didn't like the, the the studies that I was doing at the days. So I'm also on a low, right? So I'm really trying to get out of my little pit that I was in. So that also helps, right? You know, so it could have gone two ways. I could have been like, all right, nah, I'm not really feeling this. It's mm. not going to happen. Or like, I'm going to make this happen. Like, it, I have to. You know, and 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 you know, you wanna in my case make your mother proud. Mm. You know, uh, big motivation. You know, you you have a big family that like, that looks up to you. You know, I was one of the younger ones within the family, like the last born. So all those influences help you to like, all right, I wanna, I look up to people. I wanna show them like, hey, 
I've taken the lessons mm. and I want to show you what, so what dope, I can man. do with that mm. within mm. my journey. Do so you know, that helps. Do you know the other mad thing that impresses me is just the way that you acquired the knowledge to number one, know about the opportunities in America, know about how the processes are there. And then everything you worked out was based on kind of like knowledge. Because I remember like back in the day when I was like just doing football, I was just, you was just playing like someone will find like not knowing mm. like not knowing that mechanic I was just like yeah I'm playing so, football and yeah, someone, yeah, yeah. someone's, yeah, someone's yeah. going to see me that, that, that was it's it. the no... dream you'd be like I'll just be playing on the on the pitch like on a Saturday in a park yeah. somewhere and someone will just be like yo you should be playing yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah yeah but you had the foresight <laughs> to know about highlight reels and all of those things and especially like you said like um, your mum was a single parent so like uh, when I was growing up my, my dad was mostly in Nigeria so like but like so like a lot of my ambition football was coming from directly myself so like, yeah. when I look back I was like it would have been great if I had like an older brother or someone that kind of knew a little bit about it I feel that like could maybe steer me in a direction mm, but like definitely. you kind of like source all that yourself so how did you how did you go about that's a lot of research like and it uh it has to do with um like I, I didn't go in with the knowledge that I had like it was um you know, first I had like, you have an idealistic idea for, oh, somebody's going to read this and it's going to pick me up. Now it's like, oh, we need to hear you play. Oh, how can they see me play? Make a video. All right, cool. File too big to send the whole, whole, <laughs> whole, whole game. And how many games do you want to see? Oh, make a highlight reel. Oh, how does Windows Media uh, Video Maker play, uh, work? Mm. Uh, ask my mate. This is that. This is what you do. Mm. We sit down. Uh, shout out Ilya. Um, I sat down with him. He was a graphic designer. You know, I knew he was good in Photoshop and all that. So he probably knows how to work Windows Media Player. Told him the whole get up. He was like, sure, I got you. Makes the highlight reel with me. Now I have a file to send. Now I can send it through. So it's all reaction. Like, oh, mm -hmm. you get a break. Oh, what's happening here? Calculate. All right, add that to the process. Mm -hmm. All right, boom, another break. Something has to happen. You don't have, you, something is missing and you add. So it was, a, it was adding, 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 adding. And it's, ended up and, and you know what's like so special about that is because without knowing it that was trading you for where you are today because that's quite entrepreneurial mm. uh, what you were doing there is like okay cool there's a problem um i need to come up with a solution somehow yes so actually like those things you it's didn't realize that yeah mm. those things at the time you didn't realize but like you'll come on to it but i think those were like the seeds that were sown because it's very entrepreneurial what you were yeah. doing mm. like like back then oh here's a problem okay cool i'm gonna figure out and make a solution. So like that's those are the two things that really stood out when you're going through this story for me. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, and, and then I, I talked about it earlier, like when you see it in front of like, I want to go there, you know, you're just not going to let money stop you, you know? Facts. Like, oh, I can't, I can't get a ticket. No, there must be a way, you know, there must be a way to get there, you know? So you just try all the options. And, and, and again, also... You know, which I wasn't very good at in the beginning, but reach out to people around you like, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. Yeah. Um, ask different perspectives. That's interesting. You know, let people look into it instead of like being very stubborn about it. Be like, nah, nah, it has to go like this. And if it's not like the whole picture that you have in front of you, um, it won't work. But a different perspective could introduce you to a new angle that you're like, ah, oh, okay, I guess I could still make this work. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. That's quite an interesting way to look at it, actually. But, so, okay, so you... Oklahoma was your first... Yeah. American destination. Yes. Talk to us about that, man. Mate. 
Coming out of Amsterdam, you know, you're obviously used to a different uh, an environment, you know. So going into there, you you, you step into a whole different world. Um, Oklahoma, uh, the city that was when I went wasn't necessarily the biggest city. Mm. So small population. In terms of community, I recognized a lot of stuff. In terms of what type of people, obviously it was new people. Um, I was one of the... Sorry. Oh, damn. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> them shots, baby. Them shots. <laughs> I was um, in junior college. You were only allowed to have four foreigners. So I was one of the four foreigners in, oh, right. in the okay. team. The rest okay. was all American. In junior college, was that uh, one? Me was. I was the only Dutch, and then three Brazilians. And uh, it must have been hard for them because they couldn't speak a word English. Mm. I remember that to, oh to this day. Gosh. So, yeah, but they were good. I mean, you know, Brazil, I mean, that's a whole different story. You know, the samba and all of that. But, yeah, I was with them. So, um, we, we, I go there and it's like um, Western, you know, Will Smith, Wild Wild West, mm. Cowboys, uh, you know, right. Southern accent. But on the other hand, Southern hospitality, like yeah, we want to show yeah, you yeah. our world, but not necessarily stuff that I know, you know, it's, 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 um, yeah, it's just cowboy, man. There's a lot of country, country music, which is a big thing now you hear like songs that is a country song and everybody's singing it word for word, black yeah, and nice. white, you're like, huh? <laughs> Yeah, you know, this is like this is the motion here. Like you guys love this <laughs> stuff, you know, because I could I couldn't stand it. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> I wanted to hear my tunes, stuff like that. So those little nuances, but in the field, it was a whole different language. That that's when they understood, like, oh, okay, like he can play. Mm. He's a contribution, uh, and that's where the relationship started. Like, okay, this is how we live, and this is how we do it. And, and then you get you get open to it. I mean, Native America. Uh, yeah, it was be- it's, it's beautiful, man. It's it's beautiful. Not, I wouldn't say go there in terms of if you want. I mean, you go there if you want to know if you are interested in the Western, like the West, like the whole cowboy, the mm-hmm. whole country culture. Then definitely go there. You will definitely get uh, get 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 uh, introduced to that. But I would say go there with somebody who knows who's from there. What yeah. was the wildest thing you got dragged into? Like line dancing and like. Uh yeah, there's a. I, is there footage? What did you say? Lap dancing? No line. Line. Oh jeez. No scarred, uh, scarred, uh, scarred from his past. <laughs> I would say two things. Uh, no, three things. Uh, there's one. There's a there's a drink, like mm. a drink. What people because um, college life you get um. You go into it as a first year, first year. So people are like 17, 18. Mm. Drinking age is 21. I come there in as 21 year old. So getting oh drinks, it was class. strict. Like if you were 21, you couldn't get a drink. So you must have been everybody's friend. I was the plug. <laughs> oh my I was gosh. The plug. So that, that was like, cool. Yeah. And there was this drink that you drink. You know, if you drink, it's one, it's like a half liter uh, 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 can. And it's called Four Local. Oh my gosh. It's like I've heard a, of this drink, you know. It's four, four local. It, four, four local. L O K O. It's the devil. I've heard of this, but I never, never ever. It's sick. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, bro? It's like I think it's vodka. It's it's essentially vodka and energy drink, but the ratio is so crazy. And they're, they're haven't they banned it like in places? Yeah, because uh, it was killing people. It was what? killing people. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. Literally, if you have one mate, you are done. Swear down. Like it's, you've been drinking shots all night. In one in can. One can. Right. It's a two can. Well, like a monster can. Yes, thing. yes. It's, it's really like that. Yeah. It's a good or, or grab, mate. Like it's swear down. Mate. And it's cheap. I guess mad cheap as can <laughs> Sounds phones, like case cider, bro. So you know, case. They don't want to spend too much on bottles. Yeah, that's so what people that's the drink thing, yeah. that, and you are li- and it's energy. So you're also like hype. Oh shit! So I drink one of those and made like the the way I was thrown. Like nothing, nothing else mattered. Mad. You know, I didn't know. I, I didn't mind being there. So having that experience, it was funny to have see that in combination of um, these beers that's called Forties. Mm. So it's yeah, big, yeah, yeah, big yeah, bottles. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the drinking culture was 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 wicked to to have that, <laughs> you know, to see how they drink because they really get because they know the opportunity is small to get a drink. So when they get one, they go hard. Yes, and they don't <laughs> go to clubs because they're not allowed to go in, or if they're allowed to go in, you get a big cross that says you're 18 or your band that says you're 18, oh. so you can't get drinks in the club. So what is the use of going? So house parties is big. Okay. So the house Come parties that I got introduced there was just insane. Like I did not imagine that I would see the same stuff that I would see in movies. I always, I always wanted to go to an American oh, house party, like so a college house me. party. Because I was like, I wonder if it actually because happens. That's there. the wave, you know. Because <laughs> why would you go to a club if you can't drink in a club? You know, like at a certain point, if you pre-drink, you're gonna get sober. But at a house party, you could still go. And the games that they designed for you to get all the way, yeah, you know, oh man, shotguns, beer pong. I, I uh, like, yeah, the 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 the, funnel. the funnels, <laughs> the funnels, all of that stuff. They do everything to 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 um, you know, deadly. make the most of the alcohol that is in the place at that moment. Mm. Let's say it like that. Um, the second thing, line dancing, definitely. Uh, <laughs> there were country clubs that I would go it's to. Like the- what? Oh, that's the, the, like jam, there are jams, there are anthems, and con- like there's the, anthems. Like, skipping, grab people by the arms. There's like certain dances <laughs> to that, you know, and you're like, you're, you're the odd one out if you don't do the dance, you know, so you're like, you actually got to get into it. You yeah, know, so yeah, it's like the whole swag, the get-ups, like people actually wear the hat and the buckle and the boots. What, well, the cowboy hat? Yeah, man, it's that's it's it's like and it's everybody. So like if I come there in a tee and you know looking all right with my Nikes and all of that, it's it's 
it's, you're odd. Yeah. That's so <laughs> you're crazy. odd. And it's nah. also like black and white. So I was like, maybe because in my thing, I thought it was only a white thing, and black people are into it, and it's fine. Like Bruh. they love that stuff. They will sing <laughs> the whole jam. That's funny. So yeah, the line dancing. And um I would say those two were definitely uh well, yeah, maybe the third one, the strip clubs there as well. Crazy. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's full on, man. Like it's everything. And strip like, clubs in America are wild, anyway. Yeah, like it's like it's. I didn't expect that to be a memory, but it's definitely a memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've, I've never been to a strip club in Europe. Innit? And so oh, this so. Oh, yeah. no, <laughs> my first strip club was in America, in Portland. Yeah, so I've oh. gone in there now, and I was like, I, I must have been about 22, 22, 23. So. As far as the strip club game goes, still fairly innocent, isn't it? Mm. So I've walked in there now. Place just smells like lucid <laughs> sex, bro. It yes. just smells like a porno. Exactly that. It smells like a porno, bro. Yeah, man. If that's... you could smell a porn movie, that's what it smells like. That's what it smells. It was horrendous. And I, I just remember whiskey this, and titties. I just remember the stripper coming up to me, uh, like when I was at the bar. She's like, "Hey, what's your name?" Brother, I was moving so stiff, bro. <laughs> For the first time in my life, I was stiff. I didn't know what to say. Wow. I was like, um, uh, yeah. She's like, hey, I'm passion. I was like, that's not your name, bro. That's not your name, man. From there, I was immediately disengaged. I was like, wow. nah, this is all a game, man. She's just trying to finesse me. Yes, that wow. is it. Yeah, it's it's a thing, man. Because I would, I would, obviously, you go to a college and it's like people, like the whole paying for college thing is real, like. Mm. The same girls that would be in my in my chemistry class, Mad. I would see in the in the strip club, and the strip club was kind of a pub, you know. So you just go there for a drink, and then if you, you know <laughs> if you got some ones on you, you know you can uh, you know have a little dance, you know. If you got a little more on you, I mean, yeah, there's a room for that as well. So. Oh my god! But it's fun because you would see like you know the same girl you'd see in your class. But this is this is Oklahoma. I mean, but it happens pretty much in the US mm. as well. Mm. I don't want to say that like that's the whole experience, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I would say that it's was noticeable. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely that's not too common in Europe where people. No, at least I wasn't used to it in Amsterdam for sure. Bro, that's crazy. Man. Yeah. And this is Amsterdam, which is also a city of sex, right? But like, but I think I think it basically it comes from the currency because you have one dollar bills. We don't have that in Europe. Yeah, right? imagine dashing pound, pound, pound coins, flicking pound 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 You've been and to that like, one. It's so nah, nah, nah. That place I've heard is that one, but I've been sorted, to some, somewhere else. But it's like you put a pound in, and the girl goes round. It's like there's nothing you can do with the pound. You just got to put it in the cup. Like you can't throw it. You can't make it rain because that would that, that's yeah, just make it rain. That's, that's throw like ten one pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So same thing as a girl and injure someone. Scramble. Migraine. You understand? Um, so yeah, America's different culture with that. Yeah, it's a different culture, but uh, definitely some cool stuff as well, man. Like I mean, again. You know, especially in sports culture, uh, support for clubs, you know, um, celebratory about college teams. You School know, spirit, right? Mad, it, huh? Bro, that's like, crazy. It's, School it's, it's real, man. Like, it's it's so cool to see colors that people wear. Like, if you're orange, you're orange. You know, yeah, red, yeah. red. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's, they're very celebratory with games and events around games. Um, passionate. Uh, so that was a very beautiful thing to see. Mm. Uh, when I was there as well. So America, they, do they still steal people's mascots and things like that? Oh um, man, I, I haven't heard that movies. one yet. <laughs> I haven't heard that one yet. No, no, I haven't. I... <laughs> Whoa. 
Yeah, my mascot's like it's a it's a whole like it's a it's I knew the guy that was the mascot for our team, you know. So that was his scholarship. Serious. Wow. He got a scholarship yeah. to be the mascot. Are you serious? I'll take it, yeah. bro. I'll take it. Wait, wait, yeah. but like, okay, so like, you know, you you were out there, Oklahoma, and that would be a f- f- um, what do you call it? Well, I don't know, a football scholarship or a sports scholarship. You get what, what would that be deemed as? What's the KPI for a, a, a mascot, mascot scholarship? I mean, like, there's auditions, you know. It's like, how are you with obviously dance moves? You know, how's your conditioning like? Can you stand heat? Because obviously, what's your audition, bro? <laughs> you know, if you're gonna be in a suit for all day, pass it open. How are you with kids? You know, but you know. Obviously, at games, you also go to, like, hospitals for, like, you know, those who yeah. can't go to the games. So, you got to make them happy. So, True. it's a whole... It's, it's a, a thing, whole vibe, you know? it? It's oh, a vibe. Okay. So, yeah, I can imagine that somebody gets money for that in terms of college. Yeah. That's Shout a whole different discussion. That Shout college Fred athletes don't get money. Oh, man, that's yeah. so, so, Oklahoma was your first stop, but then you, you was also in another part of America, yes. right? So, yeah. So, the whole, the whole get-up of going to Oklahoma and then getting discovered by a bigger school, it worked. You know, it was, I was very happy and fortunate to go to uh, St. Leo University in uh, Tampa, Florida. Woo! And that was a whole turnaround, you know. Woo! I mean, now you're back, you're more in the vibe of, oh, people actually come here to visit. So, yeah, you see a little bit more tourism. Uh, my school was a little bit more international now. So, now people not only from America, but from Sweden, France, uh, Brazil, Venezuela. Uh, wow. You know, uh, different cultures. So, now you get touched with different people who yeah. left their hometown to come yeah, to the yeah, US yeah. and so then do sick. their thing. You know, so that was also a beautiful thing to see, you know, and you're also uh, influenced by not people that are only from Oklahoma because the school has a reputation. Now people from, you know, from LA want to go to this school. People from New York want to go to this school. So now you also touch different parts of the US. Mm. So now you get a little bit broader uh, in terms of, uh, you know, culture. So now, again, adaptability plays a part, you know, once you get Early in my case from Belmont, you get to apply in, in, in Tampa, you know. So was, that was amazing. Yeah, Tampa was fun. Sunshine State, they call it, man. So, yeah, man. Flip flop shorts, you know. Yeah, man. And, you know, college athletes. So we were on weight. So you're looking good on the beach. Right? <laughs> 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 yeah. That was a good time, man. That was a good time. Yeah. <gasps> Definitely. So we, we still haven't got the visuals for those out there. If you can see the way Hans is smiling. Smiling. Florida, <laughs> fam. <laughs> oh, it was fun. Yeah, shout out, man. I so, definitely want to visit. What was the? What was you spoke about the like the party life a little bit in Oklahoma? What yeah, was it like then going to Florida, man. Yeah, so I would say in Oklahoma there were clubs, but it was just a bar, bar setup. Mm. Most of is it the one time. of them ones where it's like there's one club that plays hip hop and the one club that plays hip hop? Yeah, so yeah. you see the same people in it. But even in that club, they would like switch it up with a little country in, in there as well. So yeah, that would be my down and be like, oh, oh no, not God. now. But again, you're the odd one out because <laughs> everybody is fine, fine with it, you know, mm. and everybody's fine. And especially, you know, um, you know, you're talking to females and stuff like that. They would be like, this is your jam, you like. Um, it's not mine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're still going to have to adapt. So now you yeah. go into a, a culture where there's multiple more places for you to go. Like I remember in the temple, there's this thing called Ybor City. Shout out to those who've seen Ybor City. It's a whole strip of whatever you want. So now you have multiple places to go to. And um, it's different people. It's vibes. It's 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 whatever you like. You like you go to EDM. You go to EDM club. You like hip hop. Okay, and what was sick? If you like Caribbean, you go to a Caribbean club. There was a setup that had uh, four floors, 
It was like a whole the whole, the whole radio Excuse floor. Excuse me. So like the top 40. Let me let me paint you the picture. <sighs> then it's first floor, which was the top floor of the whole top 40. And yet the second floor that was hip hop strictly, you know, Rick Sounds Ross, like Lil Boosie at the time was very big. <laughs> and then the Warm roof, dance hall, African beats. Oh, lo- bro. and that's the roof, you know. <laughs> you in Tampa, Florida, it's warm, man. Oh, no, it's good. It's soca. It's, it's, yeah, it's oh, beautiful. Oh, my. Dear. And we had a lot of people from the islands in, in, in our school as well, from uh, Trinidad. I met, yeah, I met some yeah, guys yeah, from yeah, Trinidad yeah. as well. Uh, a few from Jamaica. Nah, it was beautiful. So, so, so obviously, they were there. <laughs> they they would have gone anywhere else, you know. And they had the bar there, so that was cool. Shout out to Ibo City, man. I love you it. must have had the time of your life. Yeah, it was cool. Of your life, huh? It's cool. But it's hard, man. It's discipline, you know, because you have, yeah. you're obviously mm. you're a full-time student and a full-time athlete as well. So it's hard to combine. So whenever you are off, you definitely make the most of it. Yeah. So then how did it how did it sort of pan out for you in America, man? Like, you know, you went to Oklahoma, the risk paid off. Well, not the risk, but the vision paid off and you got to a bigger school. Yeah. How did it sort of pan out for you? So uh, I got to play for three years uh, in a college level. Nice. But uh, unfortunately, due to NCAA regulation, NCAA is pretty much the organization that mm-hmm. handles all college sports. Um, regulations say um, pro athletes are not... If you've been a pro before on the contract, literally, if you've been paid to play, mm. you're not allowed to get a scholarship. So you're off. So there's every year there comes a questionnaire that you have to fill in uh, that proves that you never got paid to play. Uh, and in my uh, senior year, uh, I unfortunately uh, got a year off because they, after research of my questionnaires, they felt like I did get paid to play. And my luck in terms of all my years being taken back, my senior year got taken back for me, aka my last year, sure. I cannot mm. get a scholarship to go uh, to my school. So now I'm in financial trouble again. I get... Uh, because it was either I just pay $15,000, uh, which was my tuition for a year, which was taking care of my scholarship first. Mm-hmm. But now I have to pay it out of own pocket. Not going to happen. Um, so I have to find a solution um, within my uh, sophomore, uh, my uh, junior year. I did a scholarship. Uh, I did a C- uh, internship, a paid internship. I uh, got to go back uh, for six months to Amsterdam. It was also a good break for me. And I got a paid internship as well. Uh, got me a couple, of, a little bit of extra cash, but still not enough to obviously get that paid. Um, so it was unfortunate, but uh, that's when I made a big transition to a different sport because it's uh, rule states that if you want to do an extra year within a different sport, so people who like to do masters are allowed to get an extra two years because you only get four years to play, mm-hmm. but are allowed to get an extra two years when they transition to a sport where they're good enough at to get a scholarship from. So now I'm in the coach's office, assistant coach says, you know, you got pace, you know, um, why won't you try track and field? You know, I'm like, I mean, I, I thought I had pace, but I didn't know I had track and field pace. Yeah, That's a whole yeah, different yeah. pace to have. But they thought, you know, I, I, I had like, again, it's the vision, like I want to make it work. Let's give it a try. Uh, try out the track and field team. I do a couple of practices. They're like, you know what, you might be a good 400 meter runner. 400 meters of full lap around the track if you've been Jeez. to a track people 
It's a long run, you know. Um, it's a long sprint. It's like the worst sprint. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's not the worst fun. event, bro. It's a long sprint, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's bro. a long sprint. It's hard to run, run. Wow. man. It's, it's a long, long, long run, sprint. Like, four, four why lap. should you ever have to run that fast for that long, bro? It's crazy. You know it's what I'm trying to say? It's like running from bus stop to bus stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. it's a hype. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. So I remember my first wave vividly. So I'm on, on the starting blocks. I don't even know how to work the starting blocks. It's it's a whole, I'm all messed up. I don't know what to do. Right. So I'm just trying to just do do something to make it right. Uh, <laughs> I was nervous as hell, I remember. Um, and then the gun goes off on your marks. The goal gets set and then bang, I run. Buff. You made it, no full stop. So I run. First 100 meters, 200 meters. I'm good. I'm gassed because I so I don't see nobody around me. So I'm Literally. in the lead. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to finish in the lead. 300 meters in, the, they call it the man with the hammer comes in. And that's when it all kicks in, lactic acid. And then all of a sudden, like your whole body shuts down. down. And you're just surviving. You're just trying to finish. So that last 100 meters is my slowest mm. of the whole race. Because obviously, I because uh, you learn in track and field that you got to obviously control your pace. And then you just save yeah, the yeah. Best yeah, for last, yeah, yeah. but obviously I wasn't experienced enough to know that, so I just took it all in in the first couple of meters. So I was out. Still made a good lead for myself that for them to catch up it was already too late because I finished. So I'm already gassed that I finished. Jeez, you know? So I was like first, first race. Yeah. I'm like already, ready. I had Twitter. I was already thinking like, all right, what's gonna be the caption? You know I, mean? I was already there, you know. <laughs> But what little did I know that um, my first race, um, I ran 49 seconds, which is pretty bro, fast. Good, bro. Fast, bro. You know, your first ever race. That's first ever fast, race, bro. no tactic, no not doing it properly, you know. 40, just 40 who? 49 seconds. Bro. So, um, and um, <laughs> people good. on my team were like open mouth, like, did he just run 49 seconds on 400 meters? You must have been looking like the rest of these guys like chums, bro. Yeah, and then they were like, I'm just right. coming here from kicking the ball around. Yeah. I'm trying to survive out here. I'm trying to get the scholarship. So <laughs> y'all been training all oh, year. Yeah, man. Normal. So I see the 49. I'm like, all right, 49 seconds. But they see it like, oh, mate, this is talent. All right. Okay. Like you're good. Like you could actually do something. But for me, it was more of a survival tactic. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah, this scholarship. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, trying to get I got this money. the scholarship. You know, so that was good. Unfortunately, uh, we spoke about budgets. Uh, in my school, track and field wasn't big. Cross country mm. was, track and field wasn't. So I didn't get the full scholarship in that one, but I still got a little bit taken care of. Is that normal across? Because I would have thought like with Americans' history in track and field, that like, it would always be something that would have like a really decent sized budget. Is that is that normal? It depends on recruitment classes. So if your school is known for recruiting good football players, and winning championships, money goes to football. Right. Um, okay. If your school is very good in basketball, money goes to basketball. basketball. So okay. it depends on sports. And my school was definitely, funny enough, baseball was very uh, good. There's a sport called lacrosse. I don't yeah, know if you lacrosse. know that. Yeah, yeah. But we had a sick team. That's like, a we had guys going to pros for that. And baseball, we got guys to go to MLB like every year. Wavy. Um, and basketball was up there as well. And our football team was pretty good. But uh, track and field was a new program. Got you. So, uh, so I got in that program pretty new, and but I kind of became the face for it because Sick. obviously I was breaking records. The flying Dutchman. Bro. Yeah, man. I, uh, you know, <laughs> fast forward. You know, I I transitioned to eight hundred meters because I uh, took stamina from football. 
So the combination of pace and stamina would make me a good 800 meter runner. Yeah, 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 and yeah, I got yeah. blessed to, 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 you know, uh, in track and field, you work with rankings. And the first 14 within the country get to uh, compete for the national championship. So the 14 best runners in the 800 meter category go to the national championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was 14th. What? Jeez. Yeah, man. I was 14th. What? So, yeah, man. Less. So now you're understanding, like, and America is known for track and field. So yeah, now I'm, I'm 14th in, in the US. So After I'm like, not really ever training or ever. practicing for this, bruv. So that's, that's nuts. Wild. So I'm going Mad. through that, like, all this time. This was actually. Bruv, you're a blessed individual, you know. Yeah. But then again, the dream was football. You know, so you still, you're going into this, like, I just have to survive. I just have to yeah, do this yeah, thing yeah. and do it. The passion is not really there. I'm good at it, but it's not really passionate. If you're not passionate about it, you're not going to spend too much energy into it. Fair. And with football, you get away. I, I would say with football, you do get away with going a night out before. I mean, the biggest example was Ronaldinho. Don't we you know, know that? Ronaldinho was a party <laughs> head. Living his best life. He was living his best life when he was a person, Germain, and going to Barcelona. Still so you get away is. with a... With going uh, going out and then playing matches in track and field, you don't really like feel it's, it. It's that, it's that. Like you have to be in top, 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 Proper top, 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 top shape. Like. And you know, I was so used to also partying. Like I couldn't really give it up. Like if you knew you were free, this guy was trying to be on the fourth floor listening to Soca the day yeah, before. Man, but I was trying to be there. <laughs> Marshall Montano, yeah. So you don't get away. And I would say that would. That definitely slowed me down, but definitely okay. also the passion for it to give up that wasn't there for me. So yeah. uh, eventually, um, because I also told you guys, uh, my scholarship was was partial in combination mm. with not having a passion for it, um, didn't allow me to uh, pay for my last, uh, fully pay for my last year for school. Um, but I interned, I did an internship for a company and they were really happy with me. And when I told them my situation, like I'm still missing a little bit of financial money to get there. Uh, it helped that the guy that I was interning for left the company. I pretty much did everything what he did. And they thought it was a good idea to take a position within the company. Oh, wow. That's um, and they, they blessed me with saying like, you know, do this as long as you can. And when you have enough funds, um, you can go ahead and finish because I only had a, half, a six months to go and I had my uh, wow. degree and um, I got to do the job and then, uh, you know, stack up some money and then go ahead and then finish schooling. Nice. Bro. So I moved back to Amsterdam, uh, started the nine to nine, nine to five. Uh, Is this at the same company? At uh, the same company where I'm at Kwame. Oh, yeah. nice. So there I, that's, they're now, now not an intern, but now I actually have a position. Uh, as uh, I was working in uh, the e-commerce e content team. Okay. So, yeah, man. But now, uh, yeah, I get the job, nine to five. I'm getting, you know, paycheck after paycheck. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing Money's a good, good job. And I'm getting recognized doing a good job. And I had a really, 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 really junior position, you know. Okay. So, like, like, I would see the job prescription and I was doing the job, but you wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily get the salary that a normal person who would do that job would get. Okay. But now I move into getting that, uh, 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 getting that financial support for my job. So I'm like, why should I even, you know, 
go back because mm-hmm. I'm I'm getting paid now for a little house in Amsterdam. You know, I, I'm back. living. You know, I'm living good. You know, I can actually go on proper dates. You know, I can actually pay for dates. It's it's <laughs> it, it helps. You know, and yeah. then you just get into that lifestyle. Uh, on the side, obviously, I still took that little running background with me and and tried it over here okay. for a little bit. So combined uh, being a full time uh, athlete. Um, and then with my job, because I felt like I did the studies full-time and then I thought it was the same thing. Um, so that's that's how I came back to Amsterdam. So that was the whole... So that's how I left the U.S. On an unfortunate note, but diving into a proper job still, you know. So I guess the dream of becoming an athlete, it wasn't there, but I still mm. got a, a job out of it. You had you know? a sick experience as well, bro. Yeah, it was beautiful. Like, you spoke at the beginning about Belma, yeah? Mm-hmm. Like... How how are you perceived or like how did people look at you when you've now come back like Mr. International? Yeah, proud. You've been in the States, like Yeah, proud. I can only imagine what that has done for people in your area. You never yeah, know how you could have inspired yeah, yeah, them. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. No, definitely. People um and I would hear it, you know, like, rah, you went to the US. Whoa, whoa. And you know, I, I try to stay on the ground, you know, because I've seen a lot of examples of guys um early on making it to the pros and then their mm. attitude changes. Yeah. So, and I can just remember vividly how much I disliked that. Mm. So I never wanted to be that guy. Thanks. And I started recognizing like, oh, people are actually inspired by my journey. So I could have been cocky about it or I could have been like, oh, thanks. So um, I really I really stayed to the ground with that. I was like, oh, I really Sick. appreciate it. You know, I don't even see it like that, but I didn't know it really helped you out. Um, I got to I got to give some people advice who uh, actually stepped uh, to the U.S. after me. Wow, you know, so you sort of paved the way then. Yeah, that's, so that's amazing, bro. You know, but at that moment you're just like, oh, people, somebody's just reaching out, and you can only just give them your experience and mm. give people uh, uh, advice to stuff that they have to watch out for. You know, um, I didn't even see the bigger, bigger picture like you're paving away, and I think it really helped. Like I just reacted to the moment, and 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 and. And I'm happy that 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 I stayed to the ground, uh, wasn't really braggalocious about it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I could just share my experiences with, with people who, who were really, uh, uh, you know, reaching out and 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 wanted to know how it was. And my, I definitely got my fair share of, uh, of flowers of people who were saying like, "Yo, See. yeah, man, that was that was amazing what you did there." Like, I hope you realize that. And I didn't, you know. It was again survival tactic. I wanted to just make something out of my life. Wow. Not knowing that I was making people proud in the process of doing that, man. So that was beautiful. Yeah, man. Shout out to that, man. Big ups. It's your mindset, bro. Like at every step of the way, you've always looked at a challenge and just accepted it. And then whether it's sending 500 emails, whether it's going into a new sport and being the top 14 in the country and yeah, going to the national it. champs, like, bro, it's amazing. Just mm. shows how you embrace challenges and yeah. you don't ever get phased by anything, you know? Mm. And I think that's very commendable. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Because I was looking at the Olympics. I remember that year. Um, Olympics, where were they? Not even 2016. Not London. After London, Olympics were in... 2016. 2016 was London. No, 12. It was Rio. 12. Yeah, it was Rio. And... Guys that I ran with in the quarterfinals of the wow, you know, made it to Olympics, you know. So wow. that was mad. That was crazy. So you, you still in touch with them? Uh, no, no, no. I mean, obviously it's your opponent. You know, you don't. 
I mean, yeah, you know, each other. You're just running against each other. And I was like, good run. You know, that's it. But I remember vividly, like, the guy. Was, uh, yeah, man, he made it to Olympics. So it was pretty cool to see. Yeah. And I ran against a couple of Olympians as well. So, uh, yeah, you had man. a full-on cool. experience, innit? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, man. So, uh, shout out to that, man. US uh, did a lot for me. Yeah. So you come back to Amsterdam then, doing the corporate life. Yeah. You know, you said that you was kind of satisfied with life here. Yes. Then what happens next? So um, I knew I wanted to stay within sports. So I uh, I was obviously really uh, picky with what company I wanted to work for. And I felt like if I was in the sports company, even though I'm not really doing a, a job within sports, I would still get my fair share of working in sports. Uh, unfortunately, I, I quickly uh, got to discover that my job didn't really involve, like, being in sports, but obviously yeah. the content that sports uh, mm. uh, 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 puts out there in the world, you know, and 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 that was my job, and I I just remember not being satisfied with it. Next to that, really being a full time athlete and being full time within my job was uh, pretty demanding, because uh, I remember just bringing work home, you know, I had to bring work home, yeah. you know. Uh, um, it wasn't just, I wasn't done after nine to five. We were really reactive uh, within the company. Um, you know, we had athletes who were winning trophies. Um, we have certain events that would be communicated um, on different parts of Europe. Mm-hmm. And we had, and, and the world, that we had to deal with time zones. And, and obviously with timing, you had to be there at that exact moment. Yeah, so yeah, we had yeah. to be really reactive. Um, and that just messed up my training schedule as well. So, and... Again, we were talking earlier about passion, not really being into it. So I kind of left uh, running, but I still kept my long distance running because I really enjoyed that part. Uh, so I, would ju- I was just doing that. Uh, and then I quickly got to discover that I was missing that sports element in my life. You know, because throughout my whole life, it didn't matter what I was doing. I was moving on a, on a, on, on, in terms of, it was a big part of my life. Like yeah. I was always in training, always doing Been matches. full-time sports. Or just full-time time, sports. It? it was yeah. through my whole life until I got my nine to five. Mm. So in the combination of not, not liking what I was doing in terms of positioning, money was fine. I would say like the work-life balance was fine. But mm. in terms of my work, <clears throat> I wasn't really happy. And I got to discover that as soon as people started seeing that I came to the office mm-hmm. and people were like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, there's that nothing wrong with you. Classic question, you know. Yeah. You know when people no expect way. you to be the vibes, man, every day. That's like, the thing. Mm-hmm. He usually is. Yeah. Like, I know, yeah. I know Hearns and as been, as been, as you, man, get to know him more and more every time. Um, Hearns is a man of energy. And then yeah. I remember like when I first come and I see this guy, I was like, oh, this guy is way, 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 way. I'm saying, brother... And then after a while, after the months come, I'm like, yo, bro, what's good? And we have these chats mm. over and over. Yeah, man, I tried. Work's not doing it for me. Right, right, right. And it's like, you just see your friend getting more and more disengaged. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Like, I, I think we've all had it at some point, maybe work or relationship situation where, like, like you know where it's a battle just to even yeah, yeah. bring yourself to come to work. Yeah. I remember, like, one time I was like, no, like, back in London, like, I was like, no, there's no one working today. You understand? Yeah. And then, like, I, I was applying for jobs, like, but not, but like not, not, not dreaming of the other job. Just knowing that every passing day is a day closer to leaving this place. <laughs> you understand? Yeah, isn't it? I know and I felt about. like Hearns felt that, and just so, um, yeah. And then like you, you, 
and then like you kept, you kept, you kept, what I was like, liked about you, which is not a surprise because of your the vibrant emails, you always had a scheme, you always was thinking, plot plot your next move. Yeah. And then like you, you know, like you 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 you, you saw an opportunity into the whole like training and training and like fitness thing. Yeah. I and did. So um, I guess like to talk about that really. That's funny because um yeah, uh because before the whole process of actually finding the training team, I was trying to find a position where I could be a little bit more personal with people. Um, apply, 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 not getting the job, not getting the job, not getting the job. So at this point, we're on disappointment. And I was relatively trying to find the outlet. And I would say long distance running was a good outlet for me. So that was a little bit of um, 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 movement that I was in my life. And because I was missing it so bad, I was doing it on a regular basis. Uh, and so regularly that I got picked up uh, by uh, a running team and a running team that was really into uh, discovering different cities uh, uh, and, and running marathons and half marathons there in different cities and getting the whole uh, experience of uh, traveling again, um, doing sports was a beautiful thing. And I got triggered um, of being back in, in, in training, but in a different way. Like, okay, what do people do when they're in... in have their nine to five lives like okay do they go to the regular gym so i would go to the regular gym a lot i would run a lot and then i would discover uh, uh, uh actually studios that have like group exercise for people and uh i remember this uh a good 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 uh good friend a friend of mine uh, brought me to this uh workout studio and um it was spinning indoor cycling okay and i did indoor cycling at the office and it wasn't really like it didn't really necessarily... Uh, uh, um, didn't get the juices. Yeah, right. I didn't really get the juices. <laughs> I didn't really get engaged. The guy is a dope guy, though, yeah, who was teaching it. Like, he was a good guy. But I guess, nah, it wasn't It was really the music, good. innit? Yeah, it was the music. Like, you had the same playlist so the whole half year. Yeah. So important. And, oh, man. And it was never to the beat. It was just in the background. It just had yeah. to be there, innit? Yeah, exactly. And it was a light room. And I, 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 it, it, yeah, it, 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 it wasn't for me. But at the studio, the setup was dark room. Uh, about at the time, thirty-five bikes, sound system on the roof, but like club be- club speakers, and an instructor on a on a little platform with a microphone. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I go in and I do the class again. Music wasn't really the thing that I really liked, but the whole setup and the whole experience made me like the workout. Like even though I didn't really like the music, I was like, oh, the workout's pretty sick. Like I like this. I want to come back to this. And I was going with this friend and uh, we were discussing, like, it would be funny if it, if it would be even doper if, 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 if it would have been on our playlist, like the playlist that we like, you know, mm. the shit that we listen to. Like, I can imagine then I would work out even better, you know. And, and I can imagine also, like, if the, if, 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 if the instructor was a little bit more MC-like, you know, and really, you know. Seed was planted for Yeah. <laughs> so... Fast forward, they post on the Instagram that they're doing additions. He sends me the DM with the post, like, yo, we should try. And then I was like, I don't know. You know, I, I didn't really see myself doing that. She was like, come on, come on, come on. She really, really convinced me to do it. So shout out Felicia for that. Um, big up, Felicia. Yeah, big up, Felicia. Uh, she's making major moves as well. You should check her out. Sick. Um, boom, do the addition. And I'm on that stage and I'm like, yeah, man. I did audition. I was nervous. 
uh, I chose two songs. I knew it was a Doneo song. And Jeez, a, Doneo. Uh, yeah, man, it was a Doneo, Doneo song. And I did an audition on that. And they were like so surprised. They were like, oh, wow, cool. And I made it through auditions. So and and uh, I got to go into the academy of becoming an instructor uh, there. And uh, that's where the whole love for teaching started, man. Like I felt like I came home. You know, uh, it was a combination of a lot of stuff that I like, music, movement. Uh, at the time, I really liked, uh, you know, hosting events. You know, at least I was very inspired by it. And my friend, a good friend of mine, always, always taken to his party, to parties where he was emceeing. So I really liked the art of him emceeing. And, 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 and I love lyrics and rap, you know, so it, 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 it only made sense. I felt like everything came together within that job, you know, mm-hmm. the art of emceeing. Like saying the right stuff at the right time, combining it with the right playlist, and obviously uh, in, in, uh, being fit and and trying to get people fit. So that really opened my eyes, and I really wanted to do it. What would you say was the biggest difference between doing like a job and then doing something you're passionate about? Because I think there's a lot of people that uh, maybe settle for doing a job because make ends meet or whatever, mm-hmm. but like. Um, there's something just very beautiful about doing something you're passionate about that is yeah, just very, very different. So could you tell us like what the main difference that you saw in yourself and doing it's, something like this? It's, 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 it's well, in the simplest sense, I would say it's easier to wake up very early. You know, I mean, <laughs> we had classes that started at 7 a.m., you know, and I didn't really mind. And I, and I remember just if I had to go to work, you know, I had the alarm and then I just, you know, I wasn't really looking forward to Snooze it. Snooze it a couple times. You know, but to be fair, I had a little, I had a real unique situation because I didn't really like my job, but the people that were there, like, God bless them, man. Like, I had a good right. time with the people that worked there. Like, I made some genuine relationships. Like, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm still here with Kwame, you know, and, and I consider him a real friend. And and I could definitely uh, name some good, 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 good connections that I made there as well. But um, in terms of uh, the biggest differences, it's, it's you put time into that stuff, you know, and you don't mind putting time. You don't mind putting research. You do a long time. You don't mind skipping events. You don't mind putting stuff aside that you normally wouldn't put aside for because you really, you really want to put up a show you know, you really want to come in and, and show them that you what you worked on. And you want to come correct. So you do everything you can and you put all the time into it. And you don't mind sleeping in late and then waking up early to yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. It's so much easier because you like it, you know. And, and they say, you know, if you want something, they say hard work, hard work, hard work, hard work. But you put in that hard work because you like it that much. So the hours that you have to put into it, it automatically happens because you you already put out putting hours into it. And I would say if it's something that you're really passionate about, you're not looking forward to spending an hour, hour or two or three to do that. That hour feels like five hours almost. Yeah. Trust yeah. me. That that I would say that's the biggest thing for sure. Yeah, man. So then what happens? So it sounds like the fitness stuff starts to take up. Yeah. I don't I don't just want to call it fitness because it sounds like it was a you know a combination of you know, fitness, but also like music and yeah, it was a whole experience, right? And it sounds like you also really found your niche within that space. Oh, it's beautiful because I have to give a shout out to them because they really created a a a a an environment where not not the working out piece was very important, but it was more of a journey 
it was a piece of entertainment as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, it's mm. an experience, you know, isn't it? The spirits, mm. like, I mean, I, I, I really care about music. I really, really, really do. So I would, like, I would really hand, like, I was playlisting, but I would be play, like, I would sit in, in shops and just have headphones in and just looking for the right tunes. Wait, when do yeah. I play this tune? And I wanted to be that guy that every time you come to my class, you will hear a different tune. Like, I didn't like so, it when you would hear the same, same tune. tune. Yeah, like, and yeah. I would always wanted to make sure that you got inspired. And, and maybe, you know, if nobody asked about my playlist after my class, it wasn't a good class. Fails, that yeah. was my hard rule. That was my hard rule. If nobody asked, if one person didn't come to me and be like, like what, what, that, what was this song? What was that song? It wasn't a good class. That was my, <laughs> you know, Sick. so stuff like that was important as well. Well, you think as a trainer, oh, you only have to watch the form and what they have to do. But that part. But also, what do I say? You know, and I come from a culture, I would, I would say, uh, we would go to church a lot. And we would have the preacher who was a very good speaker. He could convince people what to do and what to Facts. say, what to read. So Facts. I picked up a lot from that. That's so, interesting. Yeah, man. Um, it was a really, um, the concept was mind, music, and, 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 and yeah, it was mind, music, and body. Mm -hmm. So the body part was obviously the, 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 the workout. Um, the music part speaks for itself, but the mind was, how do I push through even though I'm a little bit tired? Yeah. So now you have to preach to somebody on that bike, even though it's the last set, you're going to have to push through. But what do you say at that moment? I like that. Yeah. So I, it turned into more motivational talks. You search for motivational uh, uh, inspirations around you. So... I would always, you know, take it back to myself. Like, what do I need at that moment when I'm a little bit more tired? What do mm. I need to hear? So I, I compared that a little bit with, with the preacher style, what the pastor would do in the church. That's so sick. Bro. You know, um, and, 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 and people really liked it and digged it. And, and, and the community just grew bigger and bigger, especially my class. Numbers kept on going up. Um, interesting people, you know, with a little bit of status come to your class, you know. Um, and then your community that's not even used to working out. I had a lot of people who were in the nightlife, like to have a good time, that really, really like to party, with, and all of a sudden come to classes. Um, because of the music part. Because of the music part. Mm. I would bring what they were here in the clubs, I would bring that to the classroom. So now that it feels like they're still in the club, but actually move, the movement is good. It's good movement. It's, it's health. Yeah. And are they doing the same thing as like when Stephen goes to the nightclub when people are just lips in each other? Yeah, man. No, I'm joking. So I'm it's joking. a beautiful thing, and 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 I would say I definitely, uh, I definitely uh, made some noise and and got noticed by a few people. Yeah. So 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 all the while this is picking up. What's happening with your nine to five? Like you, the, at one point you had a crossroads yeah. right, decision to make. Um, I couldn't come. I couldn't go food. I couldn't go you know, all the way in into it in terms of being, becoming a trainer and be like, all right, I'm going to be a trainer. It just financially wouldn't make sense for me to jump okay. from the salary that I had with uh, with my company and then coming into a trainer. I just wasn't, fun, uh, I wasn't getting paid enough as an instructor. Um, as I uh, got to uh, introduce more people to my class, that's when I saw, hey, there's more money coming in from my side hustle. Um, I need less hours, you know. Um, that opportunity wasn't there. Uh, jobs that I wanted to do uh, within the company, uh, position that I wanted to get in the company wasn't really there. 
not really liking your job resulted into I'm really loving this and I see it picking up mm. and I'm seeing examples of people who are doing this full time. Why can I not be that person? But the only way that I can, I can be that person is to put in the same hours that I did when I was sending 500 emails yeah. to the US. Mm. So take that leap of faith in it. So I took that leap. Um, I did have side jobs when I, when I was younger, especially in retail. So I felt like I needed to do a job that I don't have to bring work at home. I don't have to think. I can do it easily. Plus, I can do it part-time. So I went back to retail, worked three days in retail, and then the rest of the days I was an instructor on the bro, side. Shouts out to you, because there's yeah. bare man with ego that would yeah. not do yeah, that, bro. It was hard, man. And I remember people from the office coming to the retail shops like, oh, this is you now. You know, I'm like, nah, it's... Uh, especially two steps you, back to go two steps, you know? Yeah, because you've left to chase your dream, basically. And then they see you in the store and they're like, Bro, what are you doing here? Yeah. yeah. But so as long as you know why you're there, like exactly, that doesn't exactly, matter. Yeah. Because exactly. like if if they if, if they if they truly knew you, then they know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And if they don't, then yeah, you know, you see me now, innit? But yeah, I'm trying to get somewhere. Yeah. Now you're somewhere. You yeah, man. I just but, think it's sick that you you didn't let your ego get the better of you when it could have easily consumed you and you'd be like, nah, fuck this, I'm not going back to retail. Which yeah. a lot of people would have done. Let's all be yeah, honest, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? 100%. It's again, if, if you see that vision for yourself, if you really, you know, true-heartedly believe that I can do this, like, I can do this, and there's examples of people that look like you doing it mm. full-time, why can I not be that person? So let me just go through it now, and then, you know, I can smile at it later, you know? Sick, I mean, bro. And that's what it was, for sure. And that's like a, like, when, as you said, that's a really good point. I think, like, when you really like love something, then I think like the the ego just like disappears. So like, have you True. even got an example True. like something that you are really passionate about where you just like put the ego aside? Like, a, I'm just curious to know. Like, so obviously like Hearns went back to retail, but like, can you do you man have any stories of like things that you've done where you you are so like focused that you just oh, put the ego aside? Um, I guess going back to Palace after uni and like being the sports. Scientist there. Oh shit! I forgot mm. about that. You that, know. that that was like swallowing a big ego pride sort of thing. Because mm. like going going back to the club that almost yeah. that let me go, and then just going back being like, yo, I want to work and learn this like trade. And like, it, was that the passion for the game that drove you there? Yeah, like was... do you know what I mean. Like it was part of what I was studying, and and like, I just wanted to be back in like football. Yeah. So I was like, let me just see what it's like, what yeah. it's like in it. So I went there back for like a like six months, seven months or so. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, that was like swallowing my. So for so 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 for context, what was the, what was the time gap from when they let you go to when you came back? Uh, uh, three years. Okay. Yeah, okay. three so, years. I went back when I was like twenty-one, so twenty-two. It's still within like a short window. You understand? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I had to like, and the funny thing is, obviously, like all the youngers there would have known me as Kieran yeah, Kenlock, yeah. like right back, doing this and doing that, and then now I'm just fetching waters for man, isn't it? Yeah. And like doing like the drills for him, but. Mm. It's nothing really. It's part of your vision. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. What what about you? Nothing that comes to mind, bruv, to be honest. It's a good question. I have to think about it, but nothing is... Um, I'm not someone that's good at reminiscing. I have to, like, think about it. No, it it, it, it wasn't that I was forced forced to go back. It was more that I was in a position which 
kind of, I kind of, I kind of felt out there a little longer than I needed to be, but it just wasn't okay, happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was applying for loads of jobs. No, I didn't send 500 emails to American sports um, uh, colleges, but I must have sent over 300 for any full-time job, like wow. any, any graduate job, mm-hmm. and rarely and rarely getting emails back. Mm-hmm. And I remember I would do internships mm-hmm. at different places, like Days of Confused, Independent, BBC Radio 1, but mm-hmm. for two weeks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, like, what do you call it? Yeah, Jeanette, two weeks. And 15 days later, <laughs> she she, she's raised her eyes. Two weeks. 15, 15 days later, I'm back to folding clothes. You understand? Yeah. I, have, I, I have people that are from the same area that like didn't go to university, haven't seen me because I've been to university. Now, when I come back three, four years later, I, I, like, I'm, I'm serving them. You understand? Mm. And they're like, yeah, someone's nice. asked, oh, like, did, didn't you go to university? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah. I did. But yeah. this is my part. Like, yeah. I, you, you're not too much, but still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. and I, but I remember not, not to be arrogant and shout out to anyone working in retail. But I was like, this, this to me only only, only feels like the start of my journey. Mm-hmm. If, if if I'm able to execute my plan, I'll be able to go into bigger and better things. But mm-hmm. and I remember at one time I was like, no, this is like I have to keep going. But it was it was long. You understand? Mm-hmm. It was long. And then like. You, like like you may, maybe when you're 17, 16, there was a girl you used to see and she thought you were wavy and then to, to, to 22, 23, she's driving a car, you're taking the bus, like she's coming to the store, you're serving it's her. time and everyone's it's got a their bit, own journey. Yeah, 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 it's like, yeah. oh, you understand, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it, it wasn't I had to go back, it was much I had to keep going back and yeah. I felt that my, I felt that the growth had ended but yeah. I just had to keep faith and yeah, yeah. now I'm here. Yeah. How about yourself? No, similar to yours, I think during the recession was mad and like I think you probably same same issue. So it's kind of after just graduating, the recession kind of hit, and then um, and then yeah, I I was volunteering at random places. Like, like I I went to South London. I was doing um, what was I doing? I was doing match reports for like a basketball team. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Um, and and then oh, and then shit. like where I am today was off the back of I'd finished my MBA and then like I actually applied to do like an internship. Even though like other people that finished their graduated and did the MBA were going walking into like roles and stuff, but like I just knew like where I wanted to be, and then I just knew that like this was like the opportunity to get there. So like, imagine like just finishing like your like second degree, and then like you're going to like take a like internship. So for me that was like a a major one as well. That's mad. Yeah. yeah. No, sorry to cut your hands. I just I was just really interested to yeah. see. Um, kind of what everyone else's story was because like you say like to put the ego aside yeah, I think you can only really do it when there's something that you're really really passionate about so I was just curious to see what everybody else was yeah definitely you know and it's hard because now you're the the guy that everybody was quote unquote looking up to you know mm. so to make that step back I'm like oh I made it all the way to the US and to make this step back I'm like but on the other hand, you're like they, they don't they, they don't see what I'm seeing right now. Mm. You know, like I'm so so gassed to become what I see, what's what the, what can become. You know, so and it also helps. Like I would say, my circle is very very supportive. You know, mm. like helps. obviously the people around important. you can really motivate. And, and I'm talking about the people who are really with you. You know, they like they can see through that stuff and be like, Nah, mate, we totally understand. Mm. We got you. You know, if you need help, like even if it financially is bad, like you can depend on them, stuff like that. So that all helps, man. So shout out, yeah, man. Yeah. You know who you are, man. There's um, there's one, there's one more like important thing I want to touch on because we've nearly been recording for two hours, which I think oh, is whoa. just testament to 
your journey, but also like how organic the conversation's yeah. just mm-hmm. gone in it. But um, you know, you, you've also lived in another country as well, right? Yeah. So talk a little bit about, you know, how your vision started to come to life and then what that transition was over there. Oh, it was beautiful. Uh got it to a point that I could do uh uh this job full time. Beautiful. And that's when really, really, really when I start start things picking up and making noise and getting noticed. I got noticed by a person that was actually Dutch was living in Dubai. And, Dubai uh, shit. <laughs> they Dubai had a similar with... concept, uh, you know, what I was talking about earlier, the whole dark room and the music setup, and they had it there. Um, she uh, came to my class, um, right person at the right time, uh, noticed uh, what kind of instructor I was and where I was working. It was a uh, startup. They were a startup. They felt like they, I could really help them out in terms of growth. They had big future plans, and then want, she wanted me to be involved. Uh, and that was a beautiful opportunity to actually hear there was interest. Mm-hmm. Um, I was dealing with, uh, uh, yeah, I was dealing with um, not feeling appreciated uh, within my uh, within the the company I was working okay. in. Um, so to hear that I'm actually good at my job, that somebody's actually interested in taking me, really, uh, really sparked a new fire. I was like, okay, cool. But Dubai is a whole different story, you know. Uh, and I really wanted to make sure that I went there and I got to visit them. They actually flew me over, got me a new place, Jeez. and I stayed there for flew a week. Flew out. I got a bad B experience, yeah, bro. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was dope. <laughs> Obviously, they show you around. Um, you get in contact with a lot of people. You are at events. You already start networking already. Mm. You're only there for a week. Um and the initial person uh, in the initial company that reached out, I never got to work with them. Um, a little bit of disagreements in uh, negotiations. Okay. And uh, yeah, I was just not 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 there for them in my head um, in terms of where they wanted to be, where they were going and their philosophy about training. But as I mentioned earlier, we were networking. Um, and... Uh, there was a different uh, gym that I wanted to freelance for who introduced me to a gym that was looking for uh, full-timers. In terms of get a visa, you have to have a full-time job. Okay. Then you get a work visa there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were looking for full-time instructors. I remember vividly that was the last day that I was on my visit for the other company. And I had to obviously fly to Amsterdam on the last day, 7 a.m. in the morning. I did my audition for them. My flight was at noon. Uh, oh, did my audition, packed up and left. Uh, and they were very, 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 very pleased and very impressed with my uh, teaching skills and wanted to go ahead and negotiate me coming to Boards Dubai. Right. So yeah. for one road that closes and different one opens Trust during the week. Me, so that was also a sign for me, like, okay, to have that happen in a short span of time, I, I, I think this is the next step. Uh, fast forward, this company, uh, which was a st- established company, uh, wasn't taking foreigners anymore or um, they wanted to recruit in Dubai. Um, and the guy that initially uh, was in contact with me left to start a whole new thing. Okay. So I got to get involved with a whole new brand spanking new uh, gym and very get involved with the process of creating the actual workout, help creating the room, the whole concept was new, 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 mm. new. So I actually got into a whole better experience where more of me was being asked to be used in order for uh, this gym to start. Left, man. I left. I took the job and uh, went to Dubai. And we started a whole new thing there, man. Wow. So yeah. sick, bro. Yeah. How long was you out there for? Uh, 
year and a half. Yeah, a year and a half almost, yeah. year and a half. We started all, all clean, all new. Uh, Dubai is, in terms of Amsterdam, there were a few g- competitive gyms, but Dubai is very competitive. Um, you're talking imagine, about a yeah. country that, that, that you know, the financial resources are behind in Amsterdam. <laughs> I think I could uh, state that. <laughs> yeah, so there's unlimited space for, uh, 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 you want this? All right, cool. Boom, how much is it? <laughs> Obviously, there needs to be an idea behind it that I guess there, but... In terms of financial resources, there's definitely big opportunities to. So to come into that and make your wildest dreams come true, it's it's crazy. I would, we definitely um, made sure that something beautiful uh, was uh, was built up, and 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 the the fitness community really appreciated it. I would definitely say we made some noise, man. Sick. So for the newcomers in the market, you know, there were some established people, there were some other newcomers, but I definitely would say that we made some beautiful, lo- uh, some cool noise, you know. Yeah, got to also work with a big sports brand as an ambassador, but never, uh, which never happens, you know. Essence. You know, you know, some fresh garments from time to time always helps, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so a lot of new, 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 new tastes and new environment. Um, obviously, I was used to obviously leaving my hometown for a different culture, but this was a whole different ball game because now I get introduced to a whole different culture which is the Asian side uh, a little bit more African side uh, and less of the West the West was still apparent there but uh, it was a good mix of the whole world it was a central hub I would say Dubai yeah your journey's been crazy man and so now you're back in Amsterdam yeah back home uh, the idea was to turn up with friends on King's Day. Uh, <laughs> was on the FaceTime with a mate of mine. Um, we were following the news and they were like, he was like, yo, Mike shut down the borders and all of that. You might want to uh, check if you can uh, come a little bit earlier, do two weeks Amsterdam. At least you had a little piece of home before you're stuck in Dubai and have to live in quarantine, mm. which I didn't know what, what that was going to look like. No one knew, man. Nobody so knew. Fun, and uh, I remember uh, coming back and it was the day that in Amsterdam they announced that coffee shops are closing that day at six. So everybody was racing to the coffee shops. Yeah, and wasn't there fair people yeah. queuing up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that day I came home. back. And wrapping around. Yeah, the man. And then the yeah. next day uh, Dubai announced that borders were closed. So man. I knew that I was going to be here for a longer time. And then after that, gyms uh, announced that they were going to be closed. So that was a little... I, I, I mean... I got the luck that I had a little buffer, but I was definitely looking to hope that it wouldn't be too long because otherwise we would have been in trouble. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was blessed. I can, uh, I'm now with moms, you know. My mom's obviously was very happy to see me again. Yeah, and, good food again now. Yeah, you know? good food. Uh, yeah, man. So shout-outs to moms, man. Yeah. Bruv, Sick, you've had an cr- amazing journey, yeah. like oh, crazy man. ups and downs. Like even just the different countries you've lived in and, mm. you know, the things you've got to experience as a person. There's people who would live two or three lives and still not experience what you've had. So I think everything that you've achieved, the people that you've inspired along the way, um, the cultures that you've been a part of and have been able to learn from just kind of defines you, makes you who you are today, man. So definitely. We're like super lucky to, to have you. Ah, oh, come on. I'm the lucky journey. one here, man. Nah, man. I'm the lucky one. I feel one very here. privileged to have, you know, got a bit of inspiration, you know? Yeah, yeah no, for real. That 500 emails thing is mad, bro. Hey. That's some real resilience. I know a lot, man. 
I have a, I mean, can I show you in a little bit? Yeah, it's a lot, man. <laughs> but we're, we're, we're super glad that we got to unpack your journey and appreciate you know, that. People man. can now hear from you and understand the man that Hearns is today and where you've come from, right? Hey, so, yes. Now, big ups to you, bro. Yeah, big ups to you back, man. Guys, thank you, man. Like, honestly, it was very cool. Uh, I got to speak with four amazing brothers. I mean, what you guys oh, got going, please do, please do keep this going. I know hard times will come, but. You know, push through. The storm will be over. R. Kelly said. R. Kelly cancelled. R. Kelly cancelled. Mate, he's good. Is this a different discussion? Oh. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, I know. We need to talk offline, bro. <laughs> offline. <laughs> You're listening R&B? to the Alphon podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boys, Kerry, Yap, Stephen, Kwame, and the one and only Hans. We are not having this conversation. Bless it. You London boys are crazy. Hey, come on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.